Welcome to Limestone County High School Football on the Play Action Sports Network. We'll be back with the pregame show after this. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home. Holtz Pest Control has been protecting area homes and businesses against invading pests like spiders, roaches, ants, ticks, fleas, crickets, termites, and other pests since 1989. You can depend on Holtz Pest Control to provide quality, dependable, professional, and safe service at an affordable price. Holtz Pest Control is your authorized Centricon system dealer. Holtz Pest Control is your best source for residential and commercial pest and termite control, including new construction pre-treatment. Call Holtz Pest Control today at 256-233. 6333 or visit online at holtzpestcontrol.com. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Hey, this is Jim from Lawler's Barbecue. A lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke well guess what you never will because we cook it in lewisburg tennessee at our usda facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality so no matter which store you come to you get the same great taste phillip's been cooking barbecue since 1978 and i promise you he's got the hang of it he's been doing it so long he doesn't want to be cremated he's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals so come try some lawler's barbecue at any of our seven locations today lawler's barbecue cook slow Serve fast. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Looking for t-shirts with just the message you want? They're as close as your computer or mobile device. Just go to daddyoscustomtees.com and look through the selection of designs for the perfect one. Or say just what you want with your very own designer message. Daddy-O's Custom Tees features short and long sleeve t-shirts plus sweatshirts, hoodies, aprons, mugs, and even pet apparel. With Daddy-O's Custom Tees, you can have it your way, whether you need one or 100. Go to daddyoscustomtees.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S custom T-E-E-S dot com. Daddy-O'sCustomTees.com. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to PASnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the archives tab. That's PASnetwork.net. Play Action Sports. 
Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Play Action Sports right here on uh, the nice, cool weather in West Limestone as we get ready for a battle of Limestone County, East and West. East is a visiting team tonight coming up to James Kenimer Stadium and taking on the West Limestone Wildcats. And uh, we've got a lot of great action a little bit com- a little bit later coming on. I'm Kirk Pierce. Alongside me will be Todd Tomerlin here momentarily and our producer, Tim Lambert. You're looking at an East Limestone team that brings in a 3-2 and two record, undefeated in region play, 5A region 8 play. Dropped their first two games, 37-20 to 20 to Rogers and 26-7 to 7 to Mars Hill. But then they've stringed off three in a row in region 8 play. Now they're taking on the West Limestone Wildcats in 4A region 8 play. And they are two and one in, in region play and three and one overall with a the record. They beat uh, Clements fifty-five to twenty-eight to open the season. Tw- uh, Deschler twenty-one to nineteen. They beat them, and then uh, lost a, a close game. Really, uh, the score not indicative of how close that game was to Central Florence thirty-three to twenty-one, and then last week defeated West Morgan 31-14. to So we've got a lot of great action coming up here in just a little bit. We'll have the national anthem played. And uh, we'll, we'll have that. But uh, right now, I want to take a quick break. And as we get ready for football action, you're listening to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99, and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the City of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special, and that includes Athens and Limestone County sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's towing, tire, and truck repair makes that a thing of the past. With 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. 
BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a T-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and 1080 WKAC. The National Anthem played by the West Limestone Wildcats Marching Band. Again, Kirk Pierce, Todd Tomerlin, and our producer, Tim Lambert. We are live at James Kennemer Stadium. We're just a little over six minutes away from kickoff between this cross-county rivalry as uh, the captains for the for the teams get ready to go to the mi- middle of the field for the coin toss. We've got the captains from East Limestone. Uh, number one is Dewey Wilson. He is a 5'8", 155-pound senior. And also Barrett Brown, number 14. He's a wide receiver, 6 feet, 165, 12th grader. And, again, this is uh, this is one of those games tonight where when you look at the coaches, Coach Jeff Pugh in his 14th season as East Limestone's head coach, the winningest coach in East Limestone history, and uh, looking to add another one to his uh, resume tonight against his cross-county rivals and Coach Shelby Davis of the West Limestone Wildcats. Even though this is not a regional game, the beauty of this is, is that uh, – it, it, you throw that out the window because it doesn't matter because these these guys might not be in the same region. These teams might not be in the same region, but they are still cross-county rivalries. And uh, East Limestone has went, been able to reel off the past four years, four in a row, against uh, West Limestone. And I'm sure West Limestone and Coach Shelby Davis is looking to uh, – to end that streak tonight both teams coming in with uh, winning records like i said three and one for the home team west limestone and three and two right now for east limestone uh and uh we we just expect nothing but a hard-hitting high octane uh ball game tonight as uh as this, these cross-county rivals get ready to take place. You can check out Play Action Sports mobile app. It's your connection to all of our live streams, along with our scores, game archives, and more. If you'll just go online to pasnetwork.net for the download links, and you can download those uh, each each time that you want to. You can listen to this game over and over again if that's what you want to do, or you can listen to some of the other games that we've got from from past years and see what, what happened there. We've got both teams ready to uh, come through their respective uh, well, you got West Limestone ready to come through their inflatable tunnel, if you will, in the north end zone. And then the East Limestone Indians getting ready to bust through <coughs> the banner made by the cheerleaders uh, in the south end zone. Now you've got your captains for the West Limestone Wildcats, number 32. That is Dakota Hillard. Number 7 is Brooks Poff. Number 33 is going to be Brett, Brett Beckworth, and number 15 is Tucker Weatherford. Those are the captains, and they are at midfield right now getting ready for tonight's coin toss, and we'll keep that 
keep it live here as uh, we watch all of that take place. The teams are on the um, on the 50-yard line, the two, cap- two sets of captains shaking hands, bumping knuckles with the officials and getting ready to do everything that they do tonight. We are on the East Limestone side, on the visitor side. Uh, they have two press boxes here at uh, James Kenimer Stadium, one for the visitors and one for the home team. And we are in the visitor side. So if you hear a lot of screaming, that's going to be more of the East Limestone side because uh, we are a little closer. So the official is the referee is talking to both teams, giving them the kind of the uh, overview of what's about to happen. The coin toss is in the air. East Limestone calls it. It looks like West has won the toss. Let's see what they decide to do. West Limestone decides to defer until the second half. And East Limestone is going to have the ball first to kick off this East Limestone-West Limestone matchup tonight. Cross-county rivalries. It's a great night for football. It's going to be in the 60s tonight. The temperature is going to keep dropping just a little bit as it goes through. You can hear it. Everybody's getting ready. If you're not ready for football tonight, I don't know where you are, what you're doing, because uh, this is perfect football weather. We've been waiting on it for a couple of weeks. Not sure if we'll have a heat timeout tonight. Uh, (laughs) I think once the weather gets to this point, I don't know necessarily that they do that. But uh, nevertheless, it is a great night for football. Got uh, capacity crowd on the visitor's side. The East Limestone Indians always travel well, as does the home team, West Limestone. Again, looking to end this four-game winning streak by East Limestone. You can hear both uh, both crowds, the, the drums and the band on the East Limestone side, getting ready to uh, bust through their banner. And uh, <laughs> there says West. Nope, Mark through East owns Limestone. So East, East Limestone Indians come busting through their banner that the cheerleaders made, which always seems like, a, you know, the cheerleaders work so hard, and then they end up having it busted through, right? And then, of course, here come the Wildcats of West Limestone running through their tunnel. Confetti shot from the stands, from the blue crew, the fans on the other side, the student section shooting confetti cannons in the air as they come through. Ladies and gentlemen, we're ready for some cross-county rivalry football action tonight right here on Play Action Sports. Again, the home team, your West Limestone Wildcats at James Kenimer Stadium and the visiting team from the other side of the county, the East Limestone Indians. And as I said earlier, East Limestone is going to be receiving the opening kickoff. We're just under two minutes away from this matchup, and we are ready to play. We've got a lot of great things that we'll announce to you at the end of tonight's ballgame during the postgame show. We'll announce the Lawler's Fan of the Week, and we'll also uh, announce who our game of the, uh, the our featured player of the week. Both of those, the featured fan of the week, will win a uh, Lawler's uh, $20 Tasty Buck, and we'll announce that, and they'll be able to uh, get a $20 gift certificate, Tasty Buck, if you will, from Lawler's. And our player of the game, our featured player, is going to get a gift certificate that's good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. Back deep to receive for East Limestone. Looks, it's going to be uh, number number 18, Alexander Mason, back deep to receive. They are standing on about their 10-yard line. Also back deep to receive is Dewey Wilson, number one. Kicking off for the West Limestone Wildcats is number 35, Mako Bartman. He's waiting, waiting to go, and I think we're about to get underway, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for football in Limestone County. High end-over-end kick. It's going to be fielded at about the 10. Ball falls to the ground, picked up by number 7 for East Limestone. That is Fortune Wheeler. He's the running back, 
Free Slime Stone, and we're going to see the Indians in action first. As you see the court, as you see the, both teams come out, you've got the East Limestone Indians in all white jerseys, all white pants, gold helmets. Everything is trimmed in crimson, if you will. Maroon, maroon numbers, gold helmets. You've got the West Limestone Wildcats. They are in gray jerseys, gray pants, trimmed in blue, white numerals with blue helmets with the WL on the side. Quarterback, shotgun formation. He's going to hand it off. No, he's going to fake the handoff. He's going to be rushed and tossed in the background by number 50. Sack, Braden Kelly for West Limestone. Not a whole lot, not a whole lot of, you know, not a whole lot of blocking right there off of the line of scrimmage. And West East Limestone, second down and a big loss on the play for East Limestone. Like I said, nine yards on the loss to quarterback Gage Hill. Gage is a six-foot junior for East Limestone. Gage Hill, he's in the shotgun. He's got Wheeler to his, moves him to his left. He's got a split to the far side. Everybody else is in tight. Going to hand it off to Wheeler up the middle. Wheeler's going to break a tackle, keep pushing, stays on his feet, crosses the 40. He's to the 50. He's at the 40. You are not going to catch him. There is nobody around. Wheeler with another East Limestone touchdown. Indians. From the 10-yard line, 90-yard touchdown run by Fortune Wheeler. Basically just a handoff right up the middle, broke several tackles and busted it loose, and there was nobody around him as he got into the end zone. There wasn't anybody within 25 yards of him, ladies and gentlemen, as he went to the end zone. Huge run there by Fortune Wheeler. Lining up for the extra point is East Limestone. The kick, is, the snap is up. The kick is up, and it is good with 10.44 left to play in the first quarter. East Limestone takes a 7-0 lead off of a 90-yard touchdown run by Fortune Wheeler. Great run there. We're able to get through and uh, just bust it through, break several tackles, and uh, runs off 90 yards to put the first points on the board in this Limestone County rivalry between the East and West. Now we'll see what West Limestone can do as they come out to uh, field their kickoff. East Limestone's on the side looking to uh, get their instructions. Coach Pugh's got to be happy with that opening drive right there. All Fortune Wheeler. After the big sack, they lost about nine yards on the play. And after the sack, Fortune Wheeler able to bust off a 90-yard touchdown run. So back deep to receive for West Limestone is number 36. Number 36 is Dakota Wilson. He's a running back for West Limestone. He's standing at about his 10-yard line. Kicking off for the East Limestone Indians is going to be number 88, Landon Hart. Looking to do that and get the, get the defense on. So everybody's going to move up a little bit. We're going to stand at the 40-yard line as we get ready to do that. So, again, great run there by Fortune Wheeler on the second play of the game. Busts off 90 yards for that touchdown run. You can listen to the Coaches Show Tuesday through Thursday on 1080 AM WKAC. We'll talk to local coaches and get the scoop of their teams. And if you miss it, you can go to WKAC Sports page at WKAC1080.com and click on your team's archives. It's a low kick fielded at about the 30-yard line. 
and just brought down. There was nowhere to go for number 21. It was just a low, squabbly kick that uh, was fielded by Jacob Wiley, and that's where West Limestone's going to start at their own 30-yard line. East Limestone lining up on defense, looking to shut this down quickly and get the ball back and go into the end zone again to get a bigger lead if they can. But right now, we're going to see number 16. That is Colin Patterson. He is a 6'5", 175-pounds junior for West Limestone. They're going to do a jet sweep to number seven. He's going to be brought down in the backfield for no gain. Brooks Poff was your running back, but brought down in the backfield by Joshua Cunningham, number 10 from his defensive line position, the six-foot, 180-pound senior for a loss on the play of about five yards. It's going to bring up second and 15. Ball spotted at the West Limestone 25-yard line. Patterson, shotgun formation. One one running back to his right. Going to hand it off to the running back up the middle, but he's got nowhere to go as he is just stopped. Stopped for another loss on the play by the entire defensive line of East Limestone. Defensive, The defense for East Limestone has come to play. So loss of a yard on the play. It's going to bring up third and 16 for the, the Wildcats. 9.46 and counting to play in this first quarter. Again, if you're just joining us, East Limestone got the ball, was sacked on the first play of the game, and then Fortune Wheeler ended up taking a 90-yard touchdown run up the middle. Untied. Basically, once he busted through that line, he was untouched with nobody around. Patterson looking to throw. He throws it across the middle. It's caught by number 13 for West Limestone. Helms, Haven Helms, picks up some of the yards on the play, but still going to be short of the, of the first down marker. Picks up about eight yards on the play, so it's going to be fourth and six for West Limestone. So they're going to bring out their punting team. Back to punt for West Limestone. Looks to be number 10. Colin Patterson, check that, is back to punt. He's also going to do kicking duties for West Limestone. He's got the snap. He's got the punt. Oh, it's a high, high wobbly kick. It's going to bounce at about the 20, 30-yard line and take a wildcat bounce past the 20 down to about the 16-yard line. So East Limestone's going to come back and get the ball starting at their own 16-yard line. So you can listen to the post-game show, as I said earlier, for Limestone County Player of the Game. Our feature player is going to get a gift certificate, good either at Village Pizza or Cream Delight. We'll announce that. Todd and I will announce that uh, after tonight, during tonight's post-game show right here on Play Action Sports. East Limestone coming out for their second possession of the ball game. Fortune Wheeler, he is the running back to the left of the quarterback. The quarterback, Gage Hill, number six. They're going to hand it off to Fortune again. Fortune's going to take it to the far side. He's got some more room. He's past the 30. There's a penalty flag on the play as he goes out of bounds. But you've got a penalty flag on the play. We'll see what the call is. It's probably going to end up being holding against East Limestone. Yep, that's the call. Holding against East Limestone is going to eliminate that big play there by Fortune Wheeler. Move East Limestone back a little bit more. Alexander Mason, number 18, comes in. Coming off the field is number 15, Jalen Miles. Gage Hill is the quarterback. Come and gets the play from the sidelines and runs in to tell everybody. Todd Tomerlin here with me. I'm Kirk Pierce. Our, our uh, producer is Tim Lambert. And, Todd, you graduated from East Limestone 
but you're unbiased tonight. I'm 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 totally unbiased, Kurt. You know that, buddy. Straight down the middle, man. Straight down That's the middle. They're going to be a reverse, right up, right around the to the right side to the left side is the running back. Didn't pick up the number there. Ty, can you tell me who ran that ball? Number, number eight, eighteen. Number eighteen is Alexander Mason. Probably gets about a yard on the play. It's going to bring up second down and nine as uh, East Limestone on their own 17-yard line. I'm not quite sure. I thought it was a 57. It must have been 77. Jane Cosby in there on the tackle. A few other West Limestone Wildcats. Coming out of the huddle is number 82 for East Limestone. He's being replaced. Hunter Wiggins comes to the sidelines. So, as I said, you got shotgun formation. Gage Hill, shotgun's going to fake the handoff to Fortune. He's looking to pass. He's got his man open. A little overthrown pass intended for number four, Christopher McNeil. It's going to bring up third and long for the Indians. That was really good coverage there, too, by number 21, Jacob Wiley. Um, Nicely thrown ball, just a little bit over his head. But good coverage. Good coverage. I think if he had just just had a little bit more loft on the ball, then it looks like um, McNeil could have just kind of gotten underneath it. Yeah. So it's going to bring up third and nine for the East Limestone Indians from their own 17-yard line. 7.41 left to play in the first quarter. East Limestone on top, 7 to nothing. East Limestone's second possession of the game after a huge 90-yard touchdown run by Fortune Wheeler. They're going to do a jet sweep around the to the left side. Number 18's got the ball. He picks up maybe a yard, and then he's dropped. They're going to, they're going to give him two yards on the play, but that's still going to be fourth down. Number 18, Alexander Mason on the carry. For only about a two-yard game. Yeah, really, really good job by um, number 27, Bradley Smith there. He, he uh, you know, kind of just kept him straight down the line like, like the linebacker should and, and, and ran him out of bounds. So good good defensive play on his part. Not letting him cut up the middle to try to get extra yeah. yards. He kept stringing him along to the outside, and he didn't have anywhere to go. Couldn't make the, couldn't make the corner. Back to punt is East Limestone. Looks like uh, number 44, that is Michael Montgomery going to be a false start well you know what i want to say it, it yeah it looked like we kind of uh jerked a little bit east jerked a little bit to try to draw them off sides but they're going to get us east on the um penalty because uh you know good try i guess but still wouldn't have brought it in enough right. for the first down right and check that looks like number 14 is the uh one that's going to do the punting that's barrett brown he was one of tonight's captains so again Fourth and 14 from their own 12 is East Limestone. Wobbly punt. Going to be fielded at about the 50-yard line. Fair catch call, called right there. Woo. He did. He did not have clean <laughs> a clean catch, but he did bring it in. It's number 36, Dakota Wilson. Yeah, good job by Dakota to, to bring it in on the second little bobble there. It could have been bad and gave it. Giving East Limestone a great field position. So you can tune in to Play Action Sports Update three times each weekday for school, youth, and amateur sports news from Limestone County area on 1080 AM WKAC. And this game gets rebroadcast on Sundays on WKAC, 1080 AM as well. So uh, you can always catch that replay. So here we go. West Limestone with the second possession of the game. Colin Patterson in at quarterback. He's got trips to his left. He's going to fake the handoff, do a little swing pass to number seven. Number seven catches it. He's past the 40 into East Limestone territory. 
Huge catch and pitch, uh, pitch and run right there. Brooks Paul fell the reception. That was really nice. Roman Scripture was able to kind of corral him a little bit and push him out of bounds, but a really good, nice little simple pass play that made it very effective. So when you got trips over there, you knew those other two yep. were going to go out there and they're going to block uh, and give him a nice seam, and Poff was yep. able to, to find that seam yep. and get around to picks up the first down. Yeah, everybody did their job. So first and ten for West Limestone. They are in East Territory. Patterson, quarterback, he's got one setback to his right. He's going to fake the handoff. They're going to try it again. Poff just mm. over, over Poff's head. They tried to do the exact same play on the, the right side, but uh, Patterson just a little too much arm on that one. Yeah, and I tell you what, he had some blocking in front of he him. Did. So that was going to be a nice gain if they could have completed that pass. That's something I'm sure they're going to revisit a few more times during this game. The good thing about both of these teams, Coach Shelby Davis with West Limestone and Coach Jeff Pugh with East Limestone, both teams well coached. Oh, and so very, yeah, very technically sound. Yeah. So we expect nothing but the best from both of these teams tonight. Absolutely. Coach Patterson, I mean, uh, Colin Patterson, check that in at quarterback. He's going to hand it off. To the middle number is 36. That's, uh, again, that's your running back, Dakota Wilson, and he's going to be brought down for no gain on the play. It's going to bring up third down for West Limestone. Really nice tackle there by Caden Joyner to shoot the gap and bring him down. So third and a long 10, because uh, I say a long 10 because it's on the kind of to the left of the marker, if you will, but uh, it's still, still saying third and 10. Ball spotted at the East Limestone 36-yard line. So they need to get to about the 26, 25, 26 for a first down or even make a measurement at the 26. Patterson, shotgun. Ooh. He's going to hand it off up the middle to number 36. He's got some room. He, he busts a tackle. He's past the 15 to the 10. He's going to be brought down short of the goal line at about the one-yard line is a Dakota Wilson. Nice run up the middle. What a great run. Um, Brenton Abernathy finally brought him down there right, right at the goal line. but. I mean, you can't, the third and long, you can't let them bust the gut like that wide open. That was a really nice, well, first of all, the line just blew a huge hole. So, great, great job on their part. I'm sure East Limestone was lining up thinking that yeah. because of the 10, they were thinking they were going to do a pass protection. Yep, I agree. And uh, all they did was bust a hole right up in the middle, and the linebackers were nowhere to be found. And they sure did it. It's kind of a little, almost like a little wishbone formation, but Colin Patterson's going to take the ball himself right up the middle. He's going to punch himself in. Touchdown, West Limestone. Quarterback keeper for Colin Patterson used all six foot five of his body yeah. to get across that. He didn't really need it all. No. <laughs> no, he didn't. He's a big boy. Lyon also did another good job pushing these limestone Indians back. Um, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't expect anything less than a back and forth battle tonight. Absolutely. Mako Bartman is lining up for the extra point. There's the snap. It's down. Kick is oh. up and it's blocked. It is blocked. What Looks a great like number job. 14 there for yeah. East Limestone. Barrett Brown did a good job coming off that outside untouched. That was a missed assignment or something on the Wildcats' part. Able to get his hand on the ball and block that extra point. So with 5-11 left to play in the first quarter, East Limestone 7, West Limestone 6. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at PAS Network and look for Play Action Sports on Facebook. We'll keep you updated on scores via score stream tonight and throughout the week. And as tonight progresses, Todd, We'll bring some uh, scores from around the county, games of interest tonight, um, and uh, we'll just be able to do that to, through the game tonight. Absolutely. What a packed house, too, man. You knew it was going to be with West East rivalry. It's uh, through the years um, gotten a little stronger. There was a lull there a few years, you know, after East moved up in classification and all, but uh, 
but um, since Coach Davis has come back and, and you know, West Limestone's done such a good job of turning everything around, man, they no matter what classification they're playing, they can hang with any of them. That's absolutely correct. I mean, they, both of these teams putting up a lot of points each and every game, yeah. even in their losses. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. I mentioned that earlier in the, in the pregame. East Limestone's 3-2, and two, but since those first they, – they started the season 0-2, but were able to reel off three in a row in region play. Looking to get their fourth win tonight, and East and West Limestone's looking to get their fourth win as well and go 4-1. and one. So there's the kickoff. High end over end kick. We're going to be fielded at the 30 yard line by number 14. He's going to be brought down at about the 32 for East Limestone. And that's where they're going to start their third possession of the first quarter right there at their own 32 yard line. Great job by Tucker Weatherford, man, to field that. He, he was on him as soon as he caught it. He didn't let him get anywhere. So we've already seen Fortune Wheeler bust off a 90 yard touchdown run. He really busted one. Uh, he had a nice run that was called back on a penalty, a holding penalty. Nice 20-yard pickup, but, but that was brought back. So we know that Fortune Wheeler has some wheels on him. Yes. No pun intended. <laughs> and Fortune Wheeler is in the backfield. They are in the eye formation, not something you see a lot of right now. But it's going to be a handoff to the fullback up the middle. He's going to fight his way maybe, maybe a yard on the play for the fullback from East Limestone. Number two on the carry, Chase Newby, 180-pound sophomore. Uh, but uh, brought down for maybe, they say, no gain on the play. So second and ten for East Limestone. Yeah, Brett Begworth, um, inside linebacker there, didn't he? He didn't come off that block. He stayed right there and held his position, did a good job making the tackle. Again, well-coached teams, both of them. Both got good size on the offensive yep. and defensive lines, both teams. So, again, the eye formation, like I said, not something you see a lot of in high school anymore. It's going to be a pitch to Wheeler to the near side. Wheeler's going to take a cut. It's going to be at the 40-yard line. He's got the first down. It's going to be brought down at about the 45-yard line for a 15-yard run by Fortune Wheeler. First and 10, Indians. Yeah, good hard run there, no doubt. Um, Dakota Hilliard made the initial hit, and then uh, Jaden Cosby, along with a few other Wildcats, finally were able to bring him down. But um, well blocked there on the outside, and, and uh, he did his job by reading, reading those blocks and cutting it up. You gotta, if you're Coach Pugh, you gotta be happy because what you've got in your in your skill positions for the most part, he had a quarterback with Gage Hill, and you got mm-hmm. Fortune Wheeler. Both of them are juniors, yeah. so he gets to see him again. Absolutely, good experience all across the board. Hill, shotgun. He's got Fortune Wheeler. He's gonna hand it off to him on a little cutback up the middle. He's gonna pick up five yards on the play. Crosses the 50-yard line, brought down in West Limestone territory at the 49. Yeah, good job there by um, Jonah Smith and Jacob Wiley to bring him down. Um, but number 12 and number 21, you start calling out those names, making the tackles, usually that's not a good thing. <laughs> no, that's Means not. Means they a little further on your defense than you, than you would like to see. That's exactly right. When you get past that front front wave, you, I mean, you've got some yardage. So, yeah. so shotgun formation. Uh, actually, no, check that. We are back in the eye formation. Everybody's in tight. It's going to be a pitch to the near side to Wheeler. Wheeler, the workhorse. He picks up the another five, six yards on the play, another first down for East Limestone. Ball is going to be marked at the 45-yard line. I don't think you're going to measure it. They're just going to say he got the first down. Yeah, another good tackle by Jonah Smith. But uh looks like East has kind of found a little something there on this near side, short side of the field. You wouldn't expect the toss to, to be that successful since you don't have as much room. But, but um, they're making it work. Well, I mean, lining up, you know what the eye formation is. It's a power yeah, game. Yeah, it's true. So when you've got a running back like like Wheeler in the backfield, you've got a nice fullback like Chase Newby back there blocking for him, and he's got a nice diff, nice offensive line. That's yeah. just that's just lots. Oh, wow. Oh, what a shoot on the gap Holy by number 50. Smoke. Wheeler met in the backfield for a five-yard loss. 
Man, Braden Kelly, number 50, just about took the handoff. He did. He was back there quick. I don't know if it was a missed assignment on the block. He just struggled the block. It was it happened so fast, man, I couldn't tell. <laughs> well, he's coming in from his nose tackle position, so you got to think that everybody was shifting to the right, to the left, and he just found his gap on well, the he right. He found it fast. He did. So here we go. It's second and 15 for East Limestone. Ball at the 50-yard line. Shotgun formation. Looking to pass. Oh, boom. He's got his man for a five-yard pickup. Hill to number four, Christopher McNeil with the reception. It's going to pick up maybe four yards on the play. They're going to move him back a yard. So it's going to bring up third and 11. i tell you what, man. Um, number 76, Brody Pepper shot that gap, and he let Gaines Hill up. <laughs> he he'll, did. He'll remember that. <laughs> so everybody's in tight. Shotgun formation. They're going to hand it off to Wheeler around the right side. Wheeler's going to be met at the line of scrimmage and brought down for about a yard gain back to the original line of scrimmage at the 45. So it's going to bring up fourth and ten for East Limestone. Tackle there was uh, Bradley Smith. and um, Yeah, East was doing a good job there for a while, but West Limestone's defense answered the, the call and settled back into it. Coach Pugh says we're going to punt this and try to put West deep in their own territory. So back to punt for East Limestone is number 14, Barrett Brown. Back deep to receive is number 36, Dakota Wilson. He's the running back for West Limestone. There's the punt. It's a wobbly punt. Fielded at about the 15-yard line. Brought back to the 10. He's got some room around the far side. Going to be brought down at the 12. Lost of yardage on that. He had a little bit of room, but that gap closed fast as uh, West Limestone's going to take possession of the ball with a minute five left to play in this first quarter. Down by by one point, seven yeah. to six to east. Eric Petrowski there did a good job. Um, getting downfield and covering that punt. I'm not sure if he didn't let it go, that ball wasn't going in the end zone. Yeah. But, you know, that was one of those odd places where you're afraid if you – I guess if you don't field it, it might end up on the one, and then you're really going to take a chewing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, got, you know, I don't think he wants Coach Davis on him. No. <laughs> so, in a quarterback is uh, Colin Patterson, six foot five. We've already talked about that. He's got a good arm. He's already scored a touchdown tonight, even though the extra point was blocked. Patterson, shotgun. High snap. He's going to have to keep it himself because that was just nowhere to go, and he's going to slide for a loss on the play because there was nowhere for him to go. There was not. Uh, Fortune Wheeler was there fixing to make the hit, and he did the wise thing. Just, uh, you know, you were losing yards one way or another. No sense of taking a big hit. That's something that when you've got a running back like Fortune Wheeler, you've also got him playing on, a, on an outside corner position. I yeah. guess, uh, you know, hey, he's just an all-around athlete. Uh, all-around athlete, Absolutely. So we're under a minute. We're about 30 seconds, 35 seconds left to play in the first quarter. East Limestone on top, 7-6 to six on the West Limestone Wildcats. Patterson, shotgun. He's got two splits to the near side, one to the far side. There's another high snap. He's going to hand it off to Dakota Wilson. Dakota's going to get a couple of yards on the play, brought down at about the 15-yard line, and uh, well short of the first down. So he's going to bring up third and ten, and that's probably going to be the last play of the first quarter. Yeah, good tackle there by Caden Newton. So we're down at 5-4, and as the clock ticks down, that's going to do it for the first quarter. We are at James Kenimer Stadium in West Limestone for this cross-county rivalry action in Limestone County football between East and West Limestone. East on top, 7-6 on top of the West Limestone Wildcats. We'll be back. You're listening to Limestone County football on Play Action Sports. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. 
We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pike. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk, Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. I'm Kurt Pierce alongside me in the color commentator, Mr. Todd Timerlin, and our producer, Tim Lambert. 12 minutes is on the clock to start this second quarter. It's going to be third and 10 for West Limestone at their own 14-yard line. Patterson takes a snap. He's going to roll to his far side. He's looking to throw a little screen pass. He's got it right there. Caught at the 20, to the 30, to the 40. Goes number 32, past the 50. Shoves off a tackler to the 30, 20. He's not going to be touched. Touchdown, West Limestone. Number 32, Dakota Hilliard with the 96. (laughs) Oh, no, check that. 86-yard touchdown pass. Patterson to Hilliard. Touchdown, West Limestone. Uh, Coach Davidson must have seen something in film because that looked so easy. I mean, it was just a simple kind of little rollout, pitch and catch, and three or four missed tackles there along the sidelines. It was almost like, hey, you get him. No, I'll get him. No, you take him. I don't want him. And he and and I never would have thought I'd have seen that kind of speed coming out of that young man. He well, flew down that sideline. Stiff-armed a guy yeah. at about the 40-yard line. Planted the only him. guy that had to tackle him, and he stiff-armed yeah. and pushed him out of bounds. and. Goes in for an 86-yard yeah, touchdown. I think it was actually Christopher McNeil that was the on the bad end of that plant. So right here at 11:42, left to play in the first half. West Limestone is lining up for a two-point conversion. They're going to hand it off to number 33 around the far side. He's going to get himself in there. Number 33 for them is uh, Brett Beckworth. Two-point conversion is good. That brings your score with 11:42 left to play in the first half. West Limestone 14. East 7. We've got some scores for you from around the area that you might be interested in. The scores are brought to you by Limestone County Commissioner Chairman Mr. Colin Daly. Your scores right now, Lexington on top of Elkmont, 14 to nothing in the first quarter. Hueytown, big lead right now in the first quarter, 13 to nothing over Athens and James Clemens at homecoming tonight, 7 to nothing over Lee in the first quarter. So we've got a great ball game tonight. Tied and you expected nothing, nothing less than a good game between these oh, two cross county rivals. Absolutely, I mean, there's no uh, love loss between the two. That's certainly for sure. I'm sure uh, this week of preparation and practice for both teams was pretty intense, and and uh, you know, definitely, yeah, really the surprising thing is with with this kind of intense rivalry, the penalties have been very limited yeah. so far. You know, there haven't been any silly penalties as far as you know, roughing or, or unsportsmanlike type stuff. And I hope it, you know stays that way, but. Um, like you said earlier, man, it's just two really well-coached teams, and you got athletes on both sides and, and some big boys on both sides. We've well, got East Limestones in 5A classification. West is in 4A, but that doesn't matter when these two no. play because it's a big game all the way. High end-over-end kick. It's going to bounce at about the 10 and roll into the end zone for a touchback. 
So East Limestone's going to get the ball back with 11.42 left to play in this second ha- second quarter, first half action. You can listen to the postgame show, as I said earlier, for the Lawler's Fan of the Week on PAS. If you're interested in entering your name, if you'll just go to pasnetwork.net and enter your name for the Lawler's Fan of the Week, we'll announce the winner during tonight's postgame show of each and every Limestone County game. The winner gets a $20 Tasty Buck from Lawler's. And like I said, we'll announce that during the postgame show tonight and who gets to go eat at Lawler's on Lawler's. Can't beat that. No, sir. All right, everybody's in tight. Eye formation. For East Limestone, there's a pitch to Wheeler to the near side. Oh, wow. He's going to try to take the corner. He's got some room. <laughs> Pushed out of bounds. Let's see. He looks like he might be short of the first down. Don't know. They had to lay down the lay down the marker. So he picks up about nine yards on the play. So down to about the 29-yard line is uh, Fortune Wheeler. He's caught a huge break, man. There was a major hold there on the outside. Lyman had both hands pulling the back of the Wildcat jersey right in front of the official. He's looking right there. But thank goodness, I guess, for the Indians, they uh, they missed it. So second and one after Fortune gets his uh, nine-yard carry. He's going to line up to the left of the quarterback. He's going to take the handoff again. There's going to be a little movement. It looked like yeah. Wheeler and a couple of others might have might have jumped the snap just a little bit. Black and play. So you talked about no penalties, no silly yeah. penalties, but then when you talk to Coach Pugh, he'll tell you those are silly penalties. Oh, well, especially on that, and when you're on your end of the field and it's just, or their end of the field, it's, uh, it's brutal. I mean, you can't be moving backwards. you got to be moving forward. And, um, so after, after the false start penalty, that, that moves them back five yards. So it's going to be second and six, East Limestone from their own 24-yard line. Quarterback, Gage Hill. Telling everybody get in tight, blowing a whistle. It looks like we're going to have a timeout on the field, and it's East Limestone going to take their first timeout, and we're going to take one as well. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. We're in the second quarter at James Kennemer Stadium between East and West Limestone. West on top right now, 14-7. to We were talking about it during the break, Todd. That was, uh, you know, on the previous West Limestone possession, they only needed a first down in the pass from uh, Patterson to Dakota Wilson. Instead of going 10 that they needed, went 86. <laughs> and as a defense, you cannot, cannot give up those kind of plays. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, that, that just... He, 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 he had a lot of room. Yes, he did. Second and six for East Limestone, and there's another penalty flag coming out of a timeout. Oh, wow. So we're probably going to have another false start. It's going to move East back a little bit further. Yep. Yep. I so, forgot to knock on wood after I said penalty yeah. a while ago. Here's some wood right here, so I'll knock on no more. But, but yeah, I mean, coming out of a timeout, oh, man, that's the last thing you want to do. So two penalties in a row, two false starts in a row. What started as second and one has yeah. now turned into second and 11. So the ball right now is on the East Limestone 19-yard line. Hill under center. He's going to hand it off. No, he's going to roll to the near side. He's got Uh-oh. some pressure. He's able to shake that pressure. He's going to keep it himself. Got a little bit of real estate, tries to cut it up the middle. Boom. And he's going to be brought down for a law, uh, another loss on the play. 
Well, number thirty, I couldn't pick up that number, but man, he was hit. He ran. Bradley Smith was a, was the one that came in and blasted him. He ran thirty yards to go to lose three. <laughs> That's crazy. So Braden Kelly, number fifty, again from the nose tackle position, was putting the pressure on Hill as Hill was trying to roll to the near side for a pass play, and then they were, he had to he had to shake him and decided to keep it himself. Smart move on him, not trying oh, to make yeah, something yeah, happen. Right, but right. And it looked like actually if he had stayed running to the outside, he had a little bit more room until he cut it inside. But we obviously have a better view up here than he does at the ground level. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, um, but so, yeah, you know, West Limestone, both sides of the bar, so far kind of dominated is the, the line of scrimmage. So Gage, uh, oh, another penalty goodness. on the play. Hill under center, but another penalty. So that's going to be a delay a game. That's going to be a delay a game Holy against smoke. the Indians. That should just seem like a fast twenty five seconds on that clock. But. So you've, the way this works, if you're if you're up here in West Limestone in the uh, south end zone, they've got a pole, they've got the clock, so it's easy to see. Yeah. So he should should have been able to see that play clock. Yeah. The one that gets me is the one that's hanging off the exactly. bottom of the scoreboard in the north end zone. A little more obscure. You can't yeah. Really so you got all those numbers, yeah. yeah. So you got to really know what you're looking for when you look for the play clock. Yeah. So after an, after another penalty on this drive for East Limestone, it's third and seventeen. So Hill under center, eye formation. He's going to hand it off to Wheeler up the middle. Wheeler's going to try to Uh-oh. bounce it to the outside. He's got some room. He's down to the 30, 35. He's going to be brought down out of bounds at about the forty yard line for another East Limestone first down. Wheeler says, "Hey." Penalties aside, let me handle yep. this. Jacob Wiley and um, Jonah Smith there finally ran him out of bounds. But So here you go. East giving up a, a big play earlier. Now, you know, West, you've got East pinned back deep, third and long. They're basically just trying to get some good field position to, to punt the ball away, man. That's it. And then you give them up a long run. So, so now both teams have had their big plays and defensively their big kind of moments of, of I don't know, Lack of focus, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Well, Wheeler already has over 100 yards rushing. Just tacked on that uh, 90-yarder from the second play of the game. He's going to take a pitch out to the far side, and it's going to lose a couple of yards on the play because uh, West Limestone just followed that pitch all the way yeah. out. Bradley Smith um, held his position there, inside linebacker. Just did what he's supposed to do and go down the line of scrimmage. And I think West has seen enough of that play. They're starting to look forward a little bit now. Coach Pugh has also seen enough right now as he calls his second timeout of the ball game. And uh, that is, or yeah, second timeout of the first half. And he's over there. He's letting these players know, guys, you've got to initiate the block and maintain the block because Wheeler had nowhere to go on the far side. Yeah, this timeout was more about um, not strategic as it is. <laughs> Two time, I guess. Yeah, loss of four yards on that play. We're at 9.59 left to play in the first half. West Limestone on top of East Limestone, 14-7. to Some huge plays tonight already, Todd. You've got, you know, from the East Limestone, took the second uh, touch of the ball game after a sack and then uh, gave it to Wheeler, and he was able to reel off uh, a 90-yard touchdown run. He, uh, West Limestone gets the ball. Huge pass play by uh, from Patterson to, to, to Wilson. Punches it down to the – or no, it was Wilson but running up the middle and uh, gets it down to the one, and then Patterson punches it in. And then, of course, the huge uh, 80-yard, 86-yard touchdown pass from Patterson to Dakota Wilson. And uh, I tell you, man, it's it's a good little ball game. Wow. And Wheeler's going to be brought down in the backfield. He's going to be tackled for another loss on a, on a pitch. What a great job there by uh, Sawyer Reeves and um, Landon Novice. 
I mean, man, they 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 were on it. They were on I mean, it. It was like they knew it was coming before it even happened. I said Wilson, Dakota Wilson, scored on the touchdown pass. That was actually Dakota Hilliard. Hilliard. You got two Dakotas yeah. on the team. so Which is all right. Dakota's <laughs> not a common name like Bob. But. <laughs> but, hey, I corrected it, Mama Hilliard. You got it. I got you. So, third and 16, ball at the East Limestone 35-yard line. Hill under center. He's going to look to pass. He's going to do a little hitch. Now he's got some pressure, and he's going to be brought down. He's still on his feet, but yeah. they, they called it dead because he had nowhere to go. Another sack there by West Limestone. That's something that uh, they must be doing some dramatic stunts off that defensive line because East is not able to shut that They're down. They're not. Braden Kelly did another job two or three times now that he's shot that gap and just filled the hole and, and uh, was able to get back there fairly quickly. Um like I said earlier, man, West Limestone's dominating the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, really. So Barrett Brown is going to be out there to punt again for East Limestone, standing at about his 25-yard line. Back deep to receive the punt for West is number 36, Dakota Wilson. He's going to let that ball bounce, and it's going to take a kind of a West Limestone roll and be down at about the 35, 34-yard line is where they're going to spot it. So West Limestone with the lead, 8.29 left to play in this first half. They're going to take possession first and 10 from their own 35. Yeah, good field position, 829 left, so plenty of time before the quarter half comes to an end. And, um, you know, it's kind of gut check time here for East Limestone. They got this defensive line. If they want to stop the bleeding, it's going to have to step up and see what they can do. And um, West Limestone, like I said, both offensive and defensively on the front have been, been whooping them. So you've got West Limestone back there with a six foot five junior quarterback in Colin Patterson, listed at 175 pounds. He's under center in the I formation. So they're going to hand it off to Dakota Wilson. He's got some room around the far side, crosses the 40 down to about the 41 yard line for a nice uh, about seven yard gain for the West Limestone Wildcats. Yeah, Roman Scrimshire um, was finally able to bring him down. But like I said earlier, when you start calling out those uh, higher numbers, he's number 17. <laughs> that means you've gained some yardage. That's right. Which he did. You got one split to each side, eye formation. Patterson under center is going to hand it off to Wilson again. Wilson's going to try to bounce it out to the outside. He's got somebody on his jersey. Looks like he got. They're going to give him one yard on the game, but uh, he didn't have much more than that. No, he didn't. I'm trying to see the number. That's what I thought it was. Um, number 51, Andrew Holman did a really good job of grabbing his jersey, holding him up long enough to let some of the other guys come in and finally bring him down. That's what you want to do. Yeah. If you can't bring him down yourself, wait for the cavalry. Yeah, absolutely. I formation. Patterson's going to be under center. Two splits, one to each side. He's going to hand it off to the fullback up the middle. He's got some room. Crosses the 50 down to about the 45. Brought down at the 43-yard line goes number 12, Jonah Smith. The 5'9", 200-pound senior from the fullback position. Coach uh, Davis saw something that he liked, yeah. and he he, count, he he capitalized on Eric it. Eric Petrowski uh, finally was able to bring him down. But, man, he, that was a quick snap. And just quick hit right there on the line. And, and a good job by the Wildcat offensive line to open up that hole. Good run, run, too. Good run. Under center, eye formation. Going to hand it off to number 27 for the Wildcats. He's going to try to take the corner. And he does oh, spin move at the 35-yard line. Goes past the 30 down to about the 29. They're going to give him the first down is number 27, Bradley Easton Smith. 
a sophomore running back with a nice game there for West. Yeah, Cameron Pace, uh, after that little spin move, was able to corral him, but that was a nice run. And I've called Bradley's name several times on defense, so he's having a, he's having a nice game. It's like you hit that circle button on the, on the controller yeah, on that spin move. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he hit it a couple times. Yes, he did. Everybody, oh, you got two splits to the to one to the far side, one to the near side. Patterson's under center. He's got Wilson in a tailback. He's going to hand it to him to the far side. He's going to try to take the corner. He's got himself a hole. Oh, he's tripped up at the 30-yard line. But number 17 for East Limestone, that looked to be uh, Roman Scrimshire coming in from the free safety position. I'll tell you what, he he wouldn't have even got that. Brett Betworth did a really nice job fullback for West Limestone opening up that hole. Man, that was a, I'm just having to catch it into the block when the play opened up. Scrimture read that all the way yeah, and was able to come yeah. in from his free safety and, and really get it for just a yard gain. Yeah, about a yard, you're right. So, again, we're looking at the I formation, something I haven't been used to no. in these recent weeks. Patterson under center. He's going to hand it off to Wilson again. Wilson's got some room right there up the middle, tries to cut back, picks up a few yards on the play, probably about three it's going to bring up third down for the Wildcats as they are getting in there on East Limestone, trying to go deeper in East Limestone uh, on the, their side of the field. Yeah, Eric Petrowski and um, Caden Newman there, Newton there on the tackle. Um, I love his side formations. Both I do too, man. Just packing in. They're just, they're just lining up saying, I'm better than you. Mono et you know, mono. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So, again, we've got number 27. He's in the tailback. That's Smith. They're going to hand it off to the fullback. He's going to be hit by his own man, but he's going to be brought down. He runs right into the back of the center and then tried to spin off of him. It was number 12, uh, Jonas Smith, and uh, just really no gain on the play. Yeah, good job by Joshua Cunningham to to bring him down. But, um, yeah, you're right, Michael Thrasher, the center, is kind of the one. (laughs) He was holding his block, but uh, he ran right up. So 458 and counting. Ball is at at the 24-yard line. West with the ball. Fourth and four, they're going for it. So everybody's in the eye. You got Smith and Smith back in the backfield. They're going to hand it off to the tailback, uh, 27. Smith, he's got some room. Crosses the five. Touchdown, West Limestone, number 27, Bradley Easton Smith with a nice run. I mean, that hole was was wide open. The hole was wide open, and then he made a nice little stutter kind of step to let the linebacker kind of run by him, and then he kept going. And what a burst of speed, man. I tell you, they've got a couple of tailbacks back there between uh, Smith and Wilson yeah. that, that uh, know how to put some put that motor running. So number 35, that is Mako Bartman lining up for the extra point. There's the snap, the kick. It's up. And it looks good, and it is 4:40 left to play in the first half. East uh, West Limestone taking a two-touchdown lead over East, 21 to seven. And uh, wow, I tell you, yeah. If you'd have just told me the score, if you, hey man, it's 21 to seven, 4:40 left to go in the first half. I thought, yeah, East is having a pretty good game. Just and not simply because East is better than West. I mean, just anytime you move up in classification, you know, you just automatically think that the bigger school. But but uh, Coach Davis has done a wonderful job you know, bring this program back to life. And, um, you know, they don't care. And, and, and I love the fact that they do play up in classification. It only helps them and those kids when they get, you know, further on into the season. So, as a, I mean, we've seen we've seen some strong running backs on both sides. I mean, uh, you've got Fortune Wheeler yep. uh, on the East Limestone side, and then you've got, uh, you've got Wilson and uh, Smith on, on West side. And uh, the running game from the I formation – playing big dividends for the Wildcats. 
So you got Fortune Wheeler back deep to receive. He's standing at about his 10-yard line. He's got two uh, other receivers uh, back for the kickoff to his left and right, but he is standing in the middle. There's the kick. High end-over-end kick. Going to be fielded at about the 12-yard line by West. There's a block. He's got some room. Crosses the 30 to the 40. He tries to break another one. we got a penalty flag on the field as he gets down to the West Limestone 49-yard line. Goes number 20 for the the Indians, Anthony Killen, but a penalty flag on the play. I I saw a block in the back down here, but that official didn't throw a flag, so I'm not sure what what happened up here where the flag was thrown. we got holding against East Limestone, so that's going to move that huge gain on the kickoff back. So East is going to start a little deeper in their own on their own side of the field. If you're looking at your computer or your whatever, they are going from because, like I said, we're on the visitor side tonight, and so our, the north is to our left, south is to our right. So East is moving north to south in the second quarter. You're so smart. I am. I, I try to be. You are. That's at Lincoln. I would have just said that was east and west, and would have made everybody believe I was right. <laughs> that's a, listen, that's at Lincoln <laughs> County, Tennessee education right there, son. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Gage Hill, shotgun formation, drops back to pass, throws it out there. He's got nice. his man right there at about the 42-yard line. Crosses the 50, brought down at the other 45 in West uh, West Limestone territory. Huge gain there by East Limestone. Number 14 with the reception, Barrett Brown. Yeah, number 15, uh, Tucker Weatherford. Who, by the way's dad, Greg Weatherford, went to East Limestone, and I graduated with his sister, Rhonda, so you got a little East-West connection there. I got you. I got you. My sister... Leanne, who's listening to the, the game tonight, oh, uh, well, Leanne. fed me that information, so thank you, sister. <laughs> there you go, sister. It's good to have you with us. Okay. Hill, shotgun formation. Got a split to the near side. He's going to hand it off to Wheeler up the middle. Wheeler's got a hole. Crosses the 40, brought down at about the 39-yard line. Nice five-yard pickup there by Wheeler. I tell you, he only had one more man yes, to beat, and he, he was in that secondary. Uh, there was a lot of green behind there. Brett Beckworth did a good job of bringing him down because, like you said, there wasn't a whole lot of blue around that past Brett. So, so one thing about both, well, one thing we can say about West Limestone is the defense has held strong tonight, but also East is moving the ball now with this possession. Three forty-three left to play in this first half. Going to give it to Wheeler again. He's got another hole right up the middle, down to about the thirty-yard line. Huge pickup, first down for East Limestone. Got two players down on the field for West. Both of them kind of holding their knee, but they're also both going to get up, so that's good. I don't know about Bradley. I don't know either. Number 27, Bradley uh, Smith had that uh, touchdown run just a moment ago for West Limestone. Still kind of rolling on the field. It looked like... That he kind of got clipped, you know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. not a clip like in the back. I just like, mean, just, like if he got tripped up, right? Just kind of got tripped up. Um, I can't tell what he's holding. He does look like his knee. You're right. Yeah, they're, they're playing or, with his shin right there yeah, a little that's bit. That's what so. it kind of looked like. Kind of looked like somebody just kind of fell on the back of his leg um, unintentionally. So it's lots of great action around the county, and tonight is no exception. Right here in in West Limestone, three thirty six left to play in this first half. West on top of East, twenty one to seven. And uh, we've already seen just several big plays by both teams tonight. And he's trying to punch it in one more time before halftime. Yeah, they 21-7, 336 left to go before the half. They really need to put some points on the board if they, if they don't want this to get a little, I won't say out of hand, but if they want to get back in it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. So you got uh, split one split to the far side. You got Hill in its shotgun formation. He's got Wheeler to his left. Gage Hill's looking to pass. He's throwing to the end zone. It's a wobbly pass. He's going to try to get his receiver underneath it. 
The pass was short, barely made it to the goal line. And uh, everybody's looking for a pass interference, no, but the ball was underthrown. Yeah, it, it wasn't pass interference. Um, and I don't know that Gage should have thrown that ball. He would have yeah. been better off tucking it and running it or throwing it out of bounds. That was dangerous. Could have been intercepted, if anything. Pass intended for number 14, Barrett Brown. So that's going to bring up second and 10 from the West Limestone 28 as East Limestone breaks the huddle. Hill, shotgun formation. We're going to bring a split to near, this near side. That's Barrett Brown. Wheeler to Hill's left. They're going to hand it off to Wheeler up the middle. Wheeler's Big got home. another hole, and he's going to be tripped up and falls forward to about the 23-yard line. So pick up of a few yards on the play. It's going to bring up third down and about six for the Indians. And that was Brett Beckworth that tripped him up again right there. He had a huge momentum and burst of speed, and Brett was able to at least just clip his ankle enough to bring him down. Seem to be calling the same names yeah, over and over again. But, but, you know, that's that's how you know you've got some players on that. That's that, true. you got some ballers and it's on not, it. And it's not that the others aren't doing what they're supposed to do. They're doing what they're supposed to do so others can make plays. Absolutely. It's a process. Yes. We've heard that. Hill's going to hand it off to Wheeler. Wheeler's going to take it to the Good near cut. side. He's got a good cut up the middle. He's got some room. He's going to push off a guy, get into the end zone. Touchdown, East Limestone. Really nice run. That was a great cutback. Great cutback. 24-yard 20, touchdown run. Wheeler's second of the night for East Limestone. And like I said, he's over 100 yards. At this point, he's kind of pushing almost 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's had a couple big runs in between um, these last two as well. Other big runs. So, that good was job a, there by the line. Again. Able to open up that hole. Yeah. I tell you, Coach Pugh, seeing that, that open up right there on that offensive line. Wheeler's had more success up the middle. That's going to be offsides on the defense, I'm going to bet. Yeah, I didn't see any white jerseys move. But I tell you what, yep. though, keep eye on number 75 for East. It seems like there's been a whole lot of times tonight that he's kind of moved a little bit quicker than that ball's been snapped. I can't believe there ain't been a yeah. flag or two I've already <laughs> called. Um, he, and they've got him listed. Um, this has got to be like such a misprint. 5'9", 230. Woo. It looks like he's 6'5", 280. I, <laughs> I don't know. He ain't 5'9", though. Waiting for the snap. There it is. Nice. The kick is up. Woo. It's a low kick, but it's a end over end, and it goes through. That's all you got to do is punch it through. Yeah, that's all you yeah. have. So it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be pretty at all. 2.42 left to play in the first half. East Limestone still down a score to West Limestone, 21-14. to 14. And uh, that's, uh, you know, that's plenty of time for West Limestone to, oh, to do something with to that. Say, it'll be interesting to see what they want to do offensively here, if they want to. You know, they've had success moving the ball on the ground. So, you know, it's not to say how many timeouts. They have all three of their timeouts. So, you know, they've got timeouts. Um, have they even thrown? They haven't the thrown like many passes. Times, maybe. I mean, that's you had that 86-yard touchdown. And a couple flare. little quick mm-hmm. outs. Um, yeah. And that's about it. So, they haven't really tried to throw it downfield, per se. So, it'll be you know, the way their line's been blocking, you never know. Get a first down here or there, depending on where this kickoff ends up going, what kind of field position they get. Um, you know, East has got to really be aware of that. And I just sit on the fact there's 242 left. And you're going in the locker room. Um, you can't give up a score here. Because no, West gets the ball back. Yes, they do. So, number 36 back to receive the kickoff for the West Limestone Wildcats. Standing at about his 10-yard line is Dakota Wilson. He's kind of been the workhorse tonight. A couple of good runs. Actually, more than a couple tonight. There's the pooch kick. It's going to be fielded at about the 25-yard line by number 27. That's Smith. He's back in the ballgame. He's going to bring it to the 35-yard line for a 10-yard 
uh, kickoff return. That's good. We're glad to see uh, Smith back out there, number 27, uh, Bradley Smith, yes. after he kind of went down on the previous defensive play. But, uh, but yeah, so he's – He's, he's back in the ball game. So yep. it's going to be first and 10 uh, West Limestone from their own 35-yard line with 237 left to play in this first half. It's a really nice job by Joshua Cunningham to field that little short kickoff too. Um, but they've got really nice field position. Yep. Two splits to the far side, one to the near side. Handoff's going to go to Wilson. Dakota Wilson's got nowhere to go as he's going to be brought down for a loss in the backfield. There's about three uh, white jerseys back there is what I saw. Yeah, Joshua Cunningham, number two, Chase Newby, and I'm not sure who that third white jersey was. Looked yeah, like number 59. Was it 59? That would be um, Mr. Cameron Pace. So all three of those did a good job of reading that out. Um, kind of looks like, I don't know, we got a whistle now. I was going to say, it looked like Wes Lampson was content just to let the clock kind of run, run itself out, you know, but I don't know what this whistle's about. So they came from way down. Yeah, he did. Back, back judge. So they're talking right now. So they're going to st- oh, they didn't start the play clock. Okay. That's what it is. So the play clock is starting. I'm glad someone was paying attention. Yeah. And like I said, it's it's <laughs> West has got to find it, yeah. which of course this is their home field, so they know exactly where to look. So Patterson in the shotgun. He's got two splits to the far side. He's got one to the near side. He's got Dakota Wilson behind him. Takes the snap. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to fling it out to number six. Going to be caught. At about the 36-yard line, it's going to pick up about uh, three yards on the play. It's going to bring up third down for the Wildcats. Joshua Wilcox there and a couple other white jerseys on the tackle. So East decides to call another timeout with 145 left to play in the first half. Your score, 21-14. West on top of East. We'll take a break. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Holtz Pest Control has been protecting area homes and businesses against invading pests like spiders, roaches, ants, ticks, fleas, crickets, termites, and other pests since 1989. You can depend on Holtz Pest Control to provide quality, dependable, professional, and safe service at an affordable price. Holtz Pest Control is your authorized Centricon system dealer. Holtz Pest Control is your best source for residential and commercial pest and termite control, including new construction pretreatment. Call Holtz Pest Control today at 256-233-6333 or visit online at HoltzPestControl.com. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. A minute 45 left to play in the first half. West on top of East, 21 to 14. And we're right back to the action. So West comes out of the timeout with a third and seven ball at their own 38-yard line. Everybody's in tight. That's almost a wishbone right there, Todd. Yeah. So they're going to hand it off to Dakota Wilson around the far side. He's going to push his way forward. Still going to be short of the first down by about two yards. And so it's going to bring up fourth down and about two for the Wildcats. Let's see what the coaches want to do. We're about a minute and a half left to play in this first half. Looks like they're just content with letting the clock run all the way down. Um, maybe call a timeout right before they get a penalty and then punt, you think? I, would I, think I didn't see the punter come on the field. I though. didn't either. So <laughs> they're going to try this. Fourth and short. So Ooh. fourth and two. Ball at their own 43-yard line. Maybe they're going to try to draw East off. Yep. Maybe. Everybody's in tight. Yeah. Now that's exactly what they're doing. They were trying to do a quick snap or do a delayed snap, and that's what they're doing. They're going to let this play clock go down unless they're going to – Patterson's going under center. It's an eye formation. It's a weird eye. It's really almost an offset wishbone. Um, the two tailbacks, yeah, we're going to have a timeout by West. Yeah. 
on that one. So they didn't West, do a, they didn't really make a hard attempt no. though, <laughs> to, to really draw anybody. I don't know. It was kind of odd. So West Limestone calls their first time out with under a minute left to play in the first half. On top of East, 21 to 14. We got a couple of scores for you. I want to run down through the scores tonight. Are brought to you by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Right now, Hueytown 33, Athens zero in the second quarter. Holy smokes! Lexington 20, Elkmont zero in the second quarter. Ardmore on top of Clements 35 to 13 in the second quarter. Tanner 21, Columbia nothing. That's also in the second quarter. And James Clemens, 21, and Lee, 7 in the second quarter. So uh, those are some of the uh, scores from around the area. Thank you to our Limestone County Commission Chairman, Colin Daly, for providing those scores to us tonight. We're under a minute. We're about 50 seconds left to play in this first half. James Kenimer Stadium in West Limestone. It's the home of the Wildcats for this cross-county rivalry between East and West. Fourth and two, ball on the West Limestone 43-yard line. Back deep to receive the punt is number 14, Barrett Brown. It's a high punt. Oh, no, that's not a good one. No. It's going to bounce at about the 38-yard line and roll out of bounds. So, really, East Limestone with D, they're going to say. Yeah, they, they got it down to 38 seconds. Uh, they, that was not 12 seconds worth of. No, they, yeah, that clock kept running after the whistle blew. I don't know how many seconds beyond it, but maybe the officials can figure it out. I don't doesn't even look like they're really discussing it, though. So. No, I think I think you got the, the side judge going out there to say something right yeah, now. Yeah, there we go, yeah. So, Coach Pugh want to add some more time to that clock, which I don't blame him. No, no. Because they've no, got no. good field position. They yeah. went ahead and spotted it. Say it went out of bounds at the 40-yard line. So, good field position. We know that uh, East Limestone can run the ball down. Uh, we'll just see if we can't uh, – see if they can't catch a break here. It, um, it actually, to me, it looked like it went out around about to 36 or 38. Of course, we're on the opposite side of the field, so yeah. our view's not near what the officials We're is, not as high elevated as right. we sometimes are. Um, so they're going to leave it at 30. I, I don't know. Yeah, they keep they're, looking. They're looking, but they're not moving. There we go. We got it put up. Okay. They got 43 seconds on the clock in the first half. So you think we're going long here a few I times? I think you got to. You got it? two splits to the near, one to the far side. Gage Hill drops back to pass. He's going to do a little Uh swing pass. Nice pass there. Caught by Uh number 18. He crosses the 50. Down to the 40. He's got 130. Cuts it across. Trips at the 25-yard line. Down at about the 24. Goes number 18. That is Barrett or 14. Barrett Brown. No, check the 18. Alexander Mason with a huge reception. Yeah, Landon Novice, I'm going to give credit for the tackle, but he kind of just tripped trying to make a cutback. But. Boy, that was a big mistake here by the Wildcat defense. So the clock continued to run way before the official started winding his clock. So 22-4, they're just going to spike it in the ground to stop the clock. Ball is at the West Limestone 21-yard line. Good little Have flare pass. Have you ever seen anybody spike it from the shotgun position before? I don't know that I've seen that. Usually you're under center for that. Yeah, there's way too many things that can go wrong. Exactly. You know, when you when you, you perceive of, it as a slip and a fumble or something. You know? I tell you, but uh, that's what they did. So, spike ball. Twenty-two seconds left to play in the first half. East trying to punch this in and one, tie this ball game up. They, going to have one timeout. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. One timeout. You got two splits to the far side. Now we're going to have three splits to the far side. One to the near side. Fortune Wheeler is the tailback in the le- to the left of the quarterback. He's looking to pass. Gage Hill. He's got his man number fourteen overthrown. Oh. Pass intended for number fourteen Barrett Brown. Man-to-man coverage on that, and uh, he was kind of shadowed by that defensive back and uh, just right off of his fingertips in the end zone. 
Yeah, I think that was um, – I believe it was number 15, um, Tucker Weatherford in coverage. Barrett wanted to pass interference. Unless he pulled his jersey or something on the cut, I didn't see anything. Yeah, that pass was a little overthrown. Yeah. It was just but out of his reach. It was kind of right yeah. where it needed to be so the defender couldn't get it. And, uh, boy, it kind of almost went through his hands. Yes, just it a did. a little, like you're right, a little overthrown. So, Hill, he's got two splits to the near side. He's got one to the far side. Got Fortune Wheeler to his left. Hill's going to take the snap. He's going to drop back to pass. He's throwing. There's a penalty flag on the play. It's going to be tipped. He had a receiver that slipped on the far side, and one looked like he ran the wrong route. The penalty flag on the play. Pass intended for number 20, Anthony Killen. So it's going to be holding a false start on the Indians. Going to move them back a little bit more. we got 11 seconds left to play in this first half. Yeah, I'm not sure if he ran the wrong route or Gage thought he was cutting out instead of in. They're just miscommunication on somebody's part, without a doubt. Lucky about what intercepted. Yeah, because it, it went off two, uh, two Wildcat defenders. All right, so maybe time for two plays, but this could be the last one. 11 seconds left. Trips to the far side. One split to the near side, and we got a timeout. West Limestone's going to call their tech, second timeout of the half because they don't like the way yeah. things are set up, and they want to keep uh, the Indians out of the – out of the uh, end zone. You can look for the monthly play action sports column in Athens now. We'll update you on what's been going on and happening in local sports as well as upcoming games and events. The paper is free and available at businesses all around the area. So, Todd, what do you do? You got, I mean, you got to throw to the end zone. Yeah, I mean, you've got two chances here at it. Um, you know, obviously the line's got to block, keep the um, what's time some defenders out. And, you know, if you're Gates Hill, you've got to make good decision with the ball. Just don't try to cram it in there. Especially on this attempt, you know, being third down, um, you want to have that another chance to, to fight for that touchdown. So, um, being rich and see what they do here, maybe a little, a little while ago, I thought they were going to throw a fade off into the left corner. Um, it was one-on-one coverage at the time, and I thought, well, yeah. man, that might be the place to go. But um, he didn't even look over that way. And really, I was kind of paying attention, and the defender wasn't or the receiver wasn't open. But might be something to look at. I don't know. Anytime you can get one-on-one coverage, just let your athlete go up and make a play, right? Throw it to the end zone yeah. and, and, and try to, in worst-case scenario, knock it down. And uh, this is fourth down. So. Oh, okay. I thought it was third. Yeah, so it's fourth and ten. So this is it. This is it. So you got to go to the end zone. So this could be this could be the final play of the half for East Limestone. Trips to the far side. One back in the backfield. Hill, shotgun. And so you got another – you got another uh, false start, and uh, it's going to be against the Indians, and that's going to move them back another five yards. And uh, I think it's going to be Fortune Wheeler again. He, he's been doing that a little bit tonight where he's kind of trying to get a little half step, a little yeah. lean, and uh, they're calling him on it. What's that, five at least? I don't know. They're not all against him, but, yeah, no, that's no, at least five I mean false start. Yeah. Yeah. So fourth down, fourth and fourth and fifteen. With 10.3 seconds left, we're going to do that point because they've got it up there as well. So 10.3, now they're going to move it up to 11.9. They're going to give them an extra second. 21 to 14 is your score. West Limestone on top of East Limestone as East is on there at the West 26-yard line trying to get a score before halftime. Trips to the far side. There's a rush. Hill's going to have to run it. He's got some room Uh to the outside. He's at the 10. He's going to be brought down at about the 5-yard line. Clock's going to run. It's going to stop at the at about the 10-yard line. I said five. They're going to mark him down at the 10. He picks up the first down, but uh, they're at 1.8 seconds left, 
And they got to get to the line and try to spike that. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to have any time left. I don't think they're going to have any know. time left. That didn't take 1.8 seconds, though. That's yeah. where you need to be under center. That's what I agree. I agree. When you're snapping it, I mean, you're you're, you're just boom. Yeah. So, with no time left, that's going to end the first half here in West Limestone, James Kenimer Stadium. It's the home of the Wildcats as they go into halftime with a touchdown lead, 21-14, to on top of their cross-county rivals, East Limestone Indians. Hey, we're going to take a break, Tide. We're going to come back, and we're going to hear both bands at halftime. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Time for our Play Action Sports sideline shout-out. A tip of the hat from the head coaches to their assistants on the sidelines. First off is visiting coach East Limestone's Jeff Pugh. On offense this year, we have uh, coaching the running backs, Coach Bobby O'Green, and uh, he's been here with us as our defensive coordinator, but uh, he takes that. He takes over at uh, the running back position for us, and I coach quarterbacks myself, and um, our offensive line is coached by David Thaxton, who came to us this year, and and Dean Hester, who's been here for a while. They've both been doing offensive line uh, uh, this year. Uh, coach Hester's been doing it for a while, so he's he's familiar with what we do here. Our tight ends are coached by Kirk Murphy. He's been here. This is the first year he's coached tight ends. Our receivers are coached by a new guy, Coach Morrison, that come to us this year for the first time, and he does a good job with them. And Coach Bolden, Coach Peyton Bolden, he came to us from West Limestone this year. He's a new new guy too. So we got a lot of new faces over there on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, also, Brick helps with the quarterbacks. My son, Brick Pugh, and then Landon Langston. You know, they're they're both middle school coaches, but Landon helps with the offensive line too, and he does centers. And you know, it's um. You know, it helps out to have those that many people doing the uh, the offensive positions, and um, you know those coaches work hard. You know, it's uh, we're kind of a work in progress this year. We've got a lot of new kids in the offensive line that they're they're not freshmen, they're not sophomores. Some of them are juniors, but it's the first time they've been on the varsity field because they didn't play last year, or they came out of a different sport, or or we got them from another school. So um, you know, this is a kind of a young team. That's uh, getting better each week, and you know, that's because these coaches are working hard, and uh, I appreciate their efforts and all their time because um, you know, we play a different brand of football here than a lot of other places that are five A. You know, it's it's uh, blocking schemes are are um, a little different you know, than what other people do. So now we're not a zone concept team where it's just get a hat on a hat. We got blocked down, kick out a lot, and people pulling, so it's tough. And, um, you know, the, the backs have to know where to feel. They have to know who to pick up in case our defense does this or that. So it's a little bit complicated what we run. We want to do it well. That that, that all goes into the process of winning. And um, I appreciate those assistant coaches for doing that. Next is home coach West Limestone's Shelby Davis. Middle school staff, we've got uh, Coach Moore. He, he's been with us uh, ever since I got here. He kind of he runs the defense, does a good job. He's a sheriff deputy here in the county and and uh he's got a boy in the program so he he cares a lot about the kids and and he cares you know how well we do so he does a good job on the other side of the ball we've got coach looter he's actually our sro uh he's got another boy in the program and uh he leads uh he he runs the offense does a good job you know he uh he has a lot of rapport with the kids and in the community and with the parents and all that good stuff. But 
you know, I tell people all the time, this is his first year with us, and I, I told him we should have hired him three years ago. He does a great job, and he's actually on campus with, with us during the day. And so, you know, he's able to do a lot more than, than some of our other volunteers, but uh, he's doing a fantastic job with our uh, with our middle school offense. Uh, we got two more assistants. Uh, Coach Chuck, he's new this year, got, got hired late, and, you know, he's out there every day. He's uh, – He's a uh, Army Reserve, and so he's, you know, he's second lieutenant there. So you know, he's got his military background, which we kind of like. And he he really stays on the kids and stays after them. And uh, you know, he's he's real young and and eager to learn. So you know, we're excited about him. And we got Coach Camp. He's he's one of our baseball coaches. Uh, you know, he he's kind of doing us a favor by you know helping us out with some football this year. But you know, he's he's another young guy. You know, we'd like for him to to learn all he can so that he can help us in the future. But all four of them do a good job with those middle school kids. They're they're three and three and one, I believe, and you know they're doing a great job. We're real excited about that group they've got. You know, I think we've got over uh, right at forty kids there, seventh and eighth grade. So you know they're doing a great job. Can't say enough about them. That's tonight's sideline shout out. We'll be back with a halftime show after this from Play Action Sports. Stick around after local high school football coverage this season as we announce our Lawler's Fans of the Week. Just go to PASnetwork.net and register. Then listen during the post-game show of each regular season game as we pick the winner of a $20 Tasty Buck from Lawler's Barbecue. The next Fan of the Week could be you from Lawler's Barbecue and Play Action Sports. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Right now it's halftime. Your score, 21-14, West Limestone on top of East Limestone. But here are the sounds of the East Limestone marching band. Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. 
And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Hey, this is Jim from Lawler's Barbecue. A lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke. Well, guess what? You never will because we cook it in Lewisburg, Tennessee at our USDA facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality. So no matter which store you come to, you get the same great taste. Phillip's been cooking barbecue since 1978, and I promise you, he's got the hang of it. He's been doing it so long, he doesn't want to be cremated. He's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals. So come try some Lawler's Barbecue at any of our seven locations today. Lawler's Barbecue. Cook slow. Serve fast. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. We're back in at halftime right here in uh, James Kennebur Stadium. As uh, you are listening now to the sounds of the West Limestone Wildcats marching band.
to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the Southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the City of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special, and that includes Athens and Limestone County sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's towing, tire, and truck repair makes that a thing of the past. With 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. The Play Action Sports Report is back in podcast form. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. The Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. We're at halftime in West Limestone at James Kenimer Stadium. And your score, West Limestone 21, the East Limestone Indians 14 tied. Uh, I tell you, man, that, that first half was kind of everything we expected. Yeah. But, but uh, from, a, from an offensive standpoint, you know, both teams able to, to, to kind of get up and down the field. But East Limestone really kind of shooting themselves in the foot with a lot of penalties. Oh, killing themselves with penalties, especially that one series when they were down here. Went from second and one to third and 17. Um, you know, just silly 
I don't have any false start penalties. Um, like I said earlier, at least, you know, this is an intense rivalry. There haven't been any silly late hits or, out, you know, punishing hits out of bounds, things of that nature. But uh, it's hard to keep a drive alive when you keep on moving backwards, you know. But um, to me, the story of the first half was West Limestone, I won't say dominance, but they – they both, both sides of the ball, um, defense and offense, they they pretty much held East Limestone at bay and were able to create holes and, and uh, did a good job blocking on pass plays. And, and a lot of those plays weren't even, you know, they, they were simple, yeah. for lack yeah. of a better word. You know what I mean? They were just meant, like you said earlier, designed to get a first down or just a few yards here or there, and it turned out to be, you know, 86-yard touchdown. Yeah. You know, so – um, it would have been interesting to be in each, each locker room, like I was saying, off air to see, you know, what was being said, how it was being said. Um, I think you'll see uh, um, a different East Limestone team in the second half and maybe not as many silly penalties, but well, it's we, to be Yeah, and we know we know what Coach Pugh's like. I mean, yeah. he's, he's an intense individual, 14 years as a head coach. He's the winningest coach in East Limestone yeah. history, and, uh, one that uh, led. Says the, a lot. I mean, we've had yeah. a lot of good coaches through the years, and a lot of good teams through the years, and um, he's been such an instrumental part in our program and our school history. Um, led know, the and, Indians to their first fourteen win yeah, season. Yeah, and then um, got Coach Davis. He's what his maybe fourth, third, fourth year, and um, he's really. I mean, he came in and, and turned it around and did it quick. And it's like you, yeah, it's like you said during the break. I mean, it's he's he's gotten the, this community. Yeah. And and these players to really buy into mm-hmm. to what he's trying to accomplish, and that's showing on the scoreboard right now. Like I said, twenty-one to fourteen touchdown lead right now over the Crosstown Rivals from East I Limestone. Mean, you're looking down on the field right now, both teams in, in their separate end zones stretching, and East Limestone's a much bigger school. Yet, as far as the amount of kids on the field, West isn't that far behind them. So no. he's, he's gone out to those hallways, and he's gotten kids to come out and play. Like you said, buy into what it is they're doing. And, Man, when you can do that, you're going to have some success, and they've certainly done that. Just to kind of recap what happened in the first half from a scoring perspective, uh, Fortune Wheeler, the big – he's kind of the workhorse for the for the Indians. Uh, I mean, he had a touchdown run of 90 yards on the second play of the ball game to put East Limestone on top 7 to nothing, And then Colin Patterson, after a huge run by uh, uh, Dakota, uh, Dakota Wilson, gets it all the way down to the one, and then, uh, you know, Patterson ends up using all, every bit of 6-5 to, to punch yeah. it in on a quarterback sneak. Extra point was blocked. East Limestone had the uh, the lead 7-6 to six throughout the first quarter. Then we get into the second quarter and things started to change. You referenced a little flare pass that was really just designed to, to get a first down for West Limestone. It was third and 10, and uh, Dakota Hilliard ended up taking it 86 yards to the house. Incredible run. And then again, West Limestone gets the ball back. Uh, the two-point conversion was good, by the way, off of after Hilliard's uh, touchdown reception, but the, 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 that that took them fourteen to seven. West Limestone, and then West Limestone drove down, and Bradley Smith was able to get it in for twenty six yards out with four forty left to play in the first half. And then Fortune Wheeler again with his second touchdown run of the night from twenty four yards out with two forty two, and that's where we're at twenty one to fourteen right now as we get ready for the second half. Yep, and I expect nothing but more of what we saw in the first half. As far as you know, I mean, there's been some hard clean hitting and. Um, big plays and, and things of that nature, and it's, uh, I think we're in for, uh, you know, may, maybe one of those type games. Whoever's got the ball last, yeah, type deals, you know. So what, what we can do is we're, we're going to talk about the coaches' show right now. You can listen to the coaches' show Tuesdays through Thursdays on 1080 AM WKAC. 
We'll talk to local coaches and get their scoop, uh, get the scoop from them on their teams. And I'm sure that we'll talk to, you know, Coach Davis and Coach Pugh and talk to them and get their, you know, their thoughts on tonight's ball game as well. Um, but uh, you can go to, uh, you know, WKAC Sports page if you miss it at WKAC1080.com and click on your team's link to find the archives and listen to what your coaches had to say about their respective teams. So we're ready for third quarter action as uh, West Limestone won the coin toss uh, to start the game, deferred to the second half, so they're going to get the ball to start this second half. Back deep to receive for West Limestone is number 36, the tailback, Dakota Wilson. It's kind of a really a rough kick right there, yeah. fielded at the 30-yard line by number 7, and he's going to force his way forward to about the 39-yard line. Goes number 7, that's Brooks Poff uh, on the return. That was Brenton Abernathy on the tackle. Brooks did a good job fielding that because he almost had to go down his knee to catch the ball, but was able to keep his knee up off the ground to gain a few more extra yards. So they're starting out with some really good field position right off the bat. So they're going to move the ball back a yard, say he got to the 39-yard line. So it'll be first and 10, West Limestone from their own 39-yard line. Colin Patterson, he's the quarterback, six foot five, 175-pound junior, and he's going to be in the shotgun formation. He's going to have two splits, one to the near side, one to the far side, two, two to the far side. Check that. Two splits to the far side, one to the near side. And he's got Dakota Wilson back there behind him. He's going to hand it off to Dakota. Dakota's going to go up the middle and force his way forward for about a five-yard gain. It's going to be second down for the Wildcats. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cameron Pace, and it looked like Caden uh, Newton in there on the tackle. Uh, nice blocking, though. Big hole, right? Well, if you, if you gain five yards every time, you oh, know yeah. what that results. Yeah. You know, results uh, every two plays is a first down. Yeah. So, you know, you're getting a lot of push off the offensive line by the Wildcats on that uh, big yeah. defensive line that the, that the yeah, East Limestone Indians have. Absolutely, man, and that's what I'm saying. It's just surprising that West has managed to handle on both sides of the ball. Running back right behind Patterson. Two splits to the – Two splits, one to the far side, one to the near side. Puts a man in motion. Going to hand it off to Wilson again. And Wilson's going to be brought down to the backfield. Huge tackle by number nine for East Limestone. Caden Joyner shot that gap, man. He got back there quick, and that was a huge play. Indians needed that. So loss on the play of about two yards. It's going to be third and seven. Ball at the Wildcat 42-yard line. So that's what you want right there. If you can uh, can come in out of halftime, Coach Pugh probably got a a little – uh, revved up in that in there in the locker room and told the defense, "Hey, y'all need to stop them." Yep, and they, so far they they're listening. We'll see. Third and seven, two splits to the far side, man in motion, one to the near side. They're going to hand it off to to Dakota Wilson up the middle. Dakota's going to spin. Ball comes out. Yeah, Ball comes it. out. East Limestone says they have it, and they do. Dakota Wilson with the fumble. East Limestone with the ball at the West forty-six yard line. Still got a player down. Looks like Dakota Wilson is still down on the play. Not looking good right there. He's down right now. And uh, he is, he's, uh, they're they're tending to him. He's on his belly. I didn't see him take a big hit. uh, Yeah, he's getting up on his own. Sometimes, you know, this is terrible. But sometimes when you see situations like that, it's more about what just happened, not not a physical hurt. That was an emotional hurt. Yeah, I sometimes just, I think that both know, of them play you into just that. Fumble the ball and give it the other team a great field position. But I mean, he wasn't for lack of effort. He was trying to gain extra yards, and when he did that spin move, ball got knocked out of his hand. So good job uh, defensively by the East Limestone Indians. So he had the first down before yeah. the ball popped out, but uh, did turn it over. So East Limestone with the ball from the west, forty-seven. So it's going to be a fake handoff. Going to be an end around. Going to be. Handed off to number 18. There's going to be a penalty flag on the play. He's going to cross the 40, pushed out of bounds at about the 34-yard line. 
goes uh, number 18, uh, Alexander Mason. Yeah. So, like I said, penalty flag on the play. That's probably going to be a hold, don't you think? Where that, uh, where where that one at? came in at? Blocking the back. No, they're going to say. Oh wow! Huh? Yeah, that's going to be a that's going to be against the uh, the Wildcats. Wow! So well, that's, that's a big. Deal. I mean, Jacob Wiley did a good job of running East Limestone running back out of bounds, but how many yards are they moving at? 10? So they're going to take it from the, the the end of the run. So Ooh. that after that's going to give East Limestone a first down. So the ball's going to be at the West 27-yard line. So what was the call? I didn't see the I didn't call. Either. Yeah, it was, just, it was just against uh, – oh, face mask. Oh, okay. Face mask was the call. Huh. So first and 10, East Limestone from the Wildcat 27. It's going to be handed off to Wheeler. Wheeler's going to cut it up the middle. He's going to take one hit, going to bounce off of one and get down, brought down by the second two. Nice gain there by Wheeler. Brings up second down and about six. Yeah, Landon Navis and um, – Jaden Cosby there. Jaden did a good job of hitting him. That was a nice, nice cutback. You can see that hole open up, and he did a good job of, of reading where the hole was. And uh, But West Limestone did a good job of shutting it down pretty quick. So, right now, I mean, this ball game is going by fast. It's because yeah. both of them are keeping it on the ground. Exactly. This is one of those old kind of facts. That's what you want. I love it. I, I love do, too. Smash mouth. So, Wheeler's going to get the ball again to the near side. He's going to be brought down probably at the line of scrimmage, going to be hit at the line of scrimmage, brought down for about a yard carry on the play. It's still going to be third down and uh, just east trying to make something happen. Yeah, Brody Pepper and uh, number 12, Jonah Smith there on the hit. The temperature has definitely dropped a little bit, so we're probably in the low 60s, probably rolling around 50-something degrees. It's 60 on my phone. 60 on the phone. So This is perfect football. I love it, man. I had to put my sweatshirt on, and I love it. Every minute of this smells like football. Yeah, it does. All right, shotgun formation. Wheeler to Hill's left. Split. Going to fake the handoff. Ball's on the ground. Hill's going to be tackled in the backfield for a loss on the play. That just just looks like Wheeler kind of Hill didn't pull the pull the uh-uh. ball out off the handoff off the fake and uh, just rolled right off of Wheeler's side. He didn't. And um, Brody Pepper and Jane Cosby were both right there. They just couldn't couldn't get it on the ground quick enough to recover it. And that was dangerous too. You know, usually you just need to fall on that ball. But, you know, Gage did a good job, picked it up, and tried to make something out of it. But. So fourth down from the West Limestone 24-yard line. East has the ball. Shotgun formation. Everybody's going to shift. One split to the near side. They're going to hand it off to Wheeler up the middle. He's got a hole again. He's going to push his way forward. Still going to end up being short of the first down by about two yards. So based on the spot of the ball, it looks like uh, – West was able to hold them, so it'll be turnover on downs. It'll be West Limestone ball at about the uh, 18-yard line. Yeah, Bradley Smith there on the tackle. That's kind of an interesting call on fourth and six. Well, I tell you, the hole was there, yeah, yeah. but the linebackers were able to uh, get did. back into position they, they, and make the, make the hit. Braden did a good job of, of fighting off his block and sealing it. So West gets the ball again for the second half. They had to punt their first possession of the second half. 7.59 left to play in the third quarter. West on top of East by a touchdown, 21-14. to 14. Ball spotted at the 18-yard line. Patterson in shotgun. Got one split to the far side, one to the near side. They're going to hand it off again to number 36, Dakota Wilson. He's got the ball, and he pushes his way forward to about a seven-yard gain. Wilson able to come back from that uh, being kind of shaken up on the previous uh, possession and, uh, you know, it was a fumble on the play on the first possession. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I think it was more feelings hurt than 
Ankles uh, hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's back in the ball game, and he got a seven-yard gain. Brings up second and three for the Wildcats. Yeah, Cameron Pace and Alexander Mason there on the tackle, but not until after you said like a nice six-yard gain. So Patterson, shotgun. He's got Wilson behind him, one split to the near side. He's going to go with two on the far side. So they're looking to, to kind of spread this field a little bit. Patterson just kind of throws it to number 32 off of his hands. Pass intended for number 32, Dakota no, they Hilliard. Give, they give him the catch. So it was an interception. Oh, I thought I thought West receiver caught that by a while. Well, it came off of uh, Hilliard's hands, so I guess number 17 looks like he's the one that came up with the ball. Roman Scrimpture with the interception. Wow. That's two possessions for West in the second half. Both of them result in turnovers. And this time, field position's really uh, bad for West, good for East, but um, good job there, I guess, by Roman because it, it certainly looked like a completion, but we're on the opposite side of the field. So, so ball at the West Limestone, 32. Hill in a quarterback. He's looking to pass, spreading that foul. He's going to throw it to the end zone. It passes for number 14. It's going to be intercepted. Uh, looks like it could be intercepted. No, they're no, going to say it was incomplete. incomplete. Pass intended for number 14, Barrett Brown. Both of them came down wrestling for the ball. Number 21 uh, for West on the uh, coverage. Yeah, Jacob Wiley did a wonderful job in that coverage. Gage um, Hill threw that ball a little, had a little bit too much air under it, but he did get hit right at the release. But um, good job by Barrett as well to kind of break it up because that ball should have probably been intercepted. Yeah, it was just it had a little too much air. We yeah. talked about Gage earlier in the first half. Wished he'd put a little more air on one of the pass plays. That one he had just a little too much. So he's, everybody else is in tight, but uh, Gage uh, Hill's in shotgun formation. Going to hand it to Forrest Wheeler up the middle. Forrest trying to juke and jive his way through. He's got a little bit of a hole. It's going to be met at the 25-yard line and brought down at the about there. They're going to say 25, but, man, he was stood up right there yeah, at that 25-yard line. Wow, he stood him up. Stood him up hard. But a nice gain there of about seven yards on the place, so a third and three at the West Limestone 25-yard line. So east. Good field position. They just need to get a first down right yeah. here. And obviously, this this part of the field, this is kind of two down territory, two two downs to get to three yards. You know, of course, they'd like to get it here. So shotgun going to hand it off to Wheeler again. Wheeler's going to try to bust it up the middle, and he dives forward to about the 24, 23 yard line. So he's going to be, I think, short of the first down by about a yard. So fourth and one at the twenty four yard line. Uh, of Brett, West. Brett are they going to measure did it? a wonderful job. I, to me, it looked too short to measure. It looks like they are, though. I would probably – I don't know. It just depends where I'm seeing it. They're going to say he's short. Yeah. They're going to say he's short. So, uh, yeah, so fourth and one at the 23-yard line. 6.03 left to play in the third quarter. West trying to tie this ball game up down by a touchdown, 21-14. Yeah. Big, to big play here for both teams. East Limestone trying to tie this ball game up. Everybody's in tight. That's a big running back Ooh. back there. Hill's going to take it on a quarterback sneak, and he maybe the second effort he was able to get the first down, but barely. Man, I tell you, that's going that, that might require a measurement. So he he was stood up yeah. when he tried to keep it and uh, was trying to bounce it to the outside and fell forward. So just a mass of humanity I, there on both sides. It's just a big wad of people. I think they got it, but they they're gonna they look like they're gonna measure this. It was awful close, like you said. The second effort's what got it. If if he did get it, because he was initially stood up. So we've got a we've kind of got. Uh, it's really hard to see where the yeah. where the down marker is. But we can see it going out there. They take the chains out there to stretch this thing out. See if East gets that first down. I think he got it. Ooh, yep. 
Ooh. Ooh, like yeah. Half a football. Oh, what's the saying? No. They're, they're glad to get a. Look at gonna, that. They're going to have to get a. a they're going to have to get a. Uh, they're going to have to get a. He's running his, running his hand. First oh, down. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've never seen that happen before. <laughs> I have. I tell you have what. You? I have seen where an official has taken his notebook out. And, and, yeah, and use the cover yeah, and run it yeah. down the, the pole, run it down the I marker what, to see if it was, touches. That was close. And so he gave it the first down. So first and ten, ball at the 22-yard line, East Limestone. Man, talking about a game of inches. Yeah, yes, it is. So Fortune Wheeler's going to get the ball around the near side. He's going to cut it to the inside, Big spin hit. his way forward. They're going to they're going to say short of the – I thought he got to the 15-yard line. They're going to mark him at about the 16 so uh, first and or, uh, second down, six-yard pickup on the play by Fortune Wheeler. Yeah, that was a good hard run. And Landon Navis, Navis came in and, and uh, popped him really good. But he got a couple, three more yards after that initial first hit. So second down, 5-18 and counting. Left to play in this third quarter. East Limestone. Been on West Limestone's side of this field for both of their possessions after two turnovers by West Limestone to start the second half. Shotgun. Fake to for, for Fortune Wheeler going to give it to the second man through. That's number 18 for East Limestone, and that is Alexander Mason. Alexander Mason gets a couple of yards on the play. Still going to be short. Going to bring third and three for the Indians. Ball at the 14-yard line. Kenan Floyd and Jonah Smith there on a big hit. But that was a pretty nice little play initially. It looked like it was going to go somewhere, but hole filled up quick. So Hill and Wheeler. Trying to get everything set in the backfield. We're going to shift some people to the left side, from the left to the right. Wheeler's going to take the ball up the middle. He's got a little bit of a hole, but, man, I'll tell you what, as wow. soon as you think he's got yeah. a hole, that linebacker steps in and closes that gap. But I think he got the first down. He is at about the 11-yard line. I'll tell you, you're right. West Limestone's linebackers do a really good job, man. Yeah, they gave him, they gave him the first down. So first and 10, East Limestone. Trying to uh, get into, well, they are in red zone territory, wanting to put this touchdown on the board. They have dominated this third quarter. Again, West Limestone's had the ball twice, and both one was a fumble, the second one was an interception, and East Limestone trying to capitalize. Fortune Wheeler takes the ball to the near side, spins, and is lifted and brought down to the ground. About a three-yard pickup on the play to about the nine-yard line is where they're going to spot him. So second down for the Indians. Um, Landon Novice is the one that picked him up and threw him down, but really Brett Beckworth is the one that made the play because, man, he, he stopped him and made him have to cut back inside, and that's how Landon was able to make a good hit. So second and eight, ball at the nine-yard line. West trying to hold tight, keep the Indians out of the end zone. However, East is trying to punch it in to tie this ball game up. Shotgun, Hill, going to be a false start wow. against uh, East Limestone. Got to be. Yeah. Another false start. Yep, that's several on the night for East Limestone. That's going to move them back. So we're at 3.30 left to play in the third quarter. False start penalty. Ball is going to be marked at the 14-yard line. Still second down and 13. Need to get to about the two for a first down. So it's going to be a jet sweep to number 18, and he tried to make that corner, but he didn't make it. 
Brought down by number 21 for West. Yeah, Jacob Wiley did a really good job, stayed at home. I, you know, sometimes I question those kind of calls, running a, a tall sweep to the short side of the field. There's not, yeah, no, no, nowhere for him to go. Nowhere to go. So the, the, the jet sweep was to Alexander Mason, and he wasn't able to, to make that corner. So it's going to bring up third and 14 for East Limestone. So they're in the huddle, looking to do something. So you've got Hill in at quarterback. To his right is Fortune. They're going to fake the handoff to Fortune. Oh, oh he's going to be hit at the line or a hit on the pass. Gage Hill had number 77 in his face, and as he dropped back to pass, the his his arm was hit. Yeah. Jaden Cosby, man, he did a good job. He's a big boy, too. They got Jaden Lee at 6'2", 255. Well, let me tell you, he put those paws up. Yes, and <laughs> there wasn't many, no, I mean, Gage um, wasn't able to uh, kind of no, look over there. No, fall through or anything. I, I mean, that, Gage Hill is six foot, but uh, – yeah. Not, throw, me, not throwing over him. You know, I'll tell you what, lucky that ball didn't come up intercepted. Yep. So that brings up fourth and 14 for East Limestone. Hill, quarterback, shotgun. Everybody's in tight. Fortune Wheeler to his left. Going to fake the handoff. He's looking to throw oh, it to the end zone. It's a sway. It's a other way to the pass to F- Fortune Wheeler. He went to the other side, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds at the marker. So, so he'll look to his left to throw to the end zone. And he had him. He had Cor- Corbin Lacey wide open. And you're man. right. It was too late, so he went to his second read, threw it to Fortune Wheeler to the right side. Wheeler was able to make a cut. To the inside, then cut back out and was tackled out of bounds right at the marker, and they gave him the first down. So first and goal, East Limestone. Yeah, that was a great run. Without that cut, he's not getting that first down. No, he's not. No. So that's talent right there. Wheeler yep. has has really good vision on that field. Yes, he does. He has all night. Read, read the blocks really well. So everybody's in tight. So Hill's going to keep it himself, try to push it up the middle. East Limestone's indicating touchdown, but they're not the ones that get to make the call. So I think they're going to say he's short of the first down on that quarterback sneak. He's going to bring up second and goal from about the one. He didn't even he didn't need that much. He must have got, got squat, I guess. Obviously. It's hard to tell from up here exactly where the ball's sitting, but it looks like it's almost sitting right on the goal line, doesn't it? It does. They're in the south I mean, like end zone. I mean, it's, it's six it's, inches from the, yeah, the marker, the white line. So East in it in the in the huddle right now, trying to make the play. Second and goal, ball at the one yard line. A minute forty three and counting left to play in this third quarter. One split to the far side. Everybody else is in tight. Hill got Wheeler moves him from his left to his right. Gonna hand it off to Wheeler. Wheeler's gonna make a cut right up the middle. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he almost dropped yeah. that ball. He was in the end zone, but he read the so the number thirty two the the defensive end was going to keep him from bouncing to the outside, but there was nobody to secure the inside, Man, and Wheeler just cut it up. If that ball had gone on the back of that end zone, <laughs> you think he'd he cross the line? No, I think he was good. I okay. think he was good. So Wheeler with his third touchdown of the night, a, a two-yard a two touchdown <laughs> run with a minute 25 left to play in the third quarter. Made it interesting at least. Yes, it did. Snap up, kick through the uprights. That's a tie ball game right there. Your score with a minute 25 left to play in this third quarter. We're knotted up at 21. East and West, Crosstown Rivals, making it interesting tonight. Yep. Great game. So now this will be the third possession for West Limestone. And as we said before, Todd, West came out. um, First down run by Dakota Wilson pops it up. 
coughs it up. He's not able to capitalize on that turnover. An interception on the far sideline. East is able to drive it yeah. in for a touchdown. I tell you what, though, West made them work for it, work for it Absolutely. hard. They had a couple opportunities to, to stop them and just weren't able to pull it off. And, of course, we had that one fourth down play there where they had the officials had to get on their knees to determine yeah. if it was a first down or not. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that very well might be the play of the game when it's all said and done, you know, because they went on to score a touchdown after that. But what an exciting game. And oh. I love it, man. They're just lining up and it's just, just getting after head, it. man. I mean, this third quarter has gone by fast. Yeah. So Dakota Wilson's back deep to receive, and it's going to be it's going to be offsides on the kicking team. So they went ahead. They went ahead of somebody got ahead bit. of the kicker. And they haven't been very successful in kicking the ball deep tonight already. So West Limestone's probably going to come out here with some pretty decent field position. Yeah, Dakota Wilson's moving up to about his twenty yard line. So they're going to move east back to uh, the 35-yard line. So If I'm east, I don't know that I don't try to kick your sucker just high and as long as he can and maybe get a fair catch out of the deal so they don't have the opportunity to even return it. Cause, yeah, he, I think that's exactly what he's doing, Todd, just straight on. And he does. Oh, that's, not, that's not bad. He's so Hart with a good kick. It's going to be fielded at the 20-yard line by number 21. Oh, good block. There's a block right there. There's a block in the back. They didn't, I didn't see a penalty flag. And he's going to be brought down for a loss. I mean, he fielded it at the 20, got to the 30, and then ended up being brought down at the 22-yard line. So it'll be West Limestone ball from their own 22. There yeah. was a block in the back that did not get yeah, called. Yeah, they didn't call it. Brenton Abernathy did a really good job um, of, of making the initial hit and kind of driving him back a little bit. And then Joshua Cunningham did even a better job of coming in and putting him on the ground. So, so uh, you know. They're, they're going to mark it. They're going to say they're going to mark him, mark him down, say his forward momentum was at the 29. So I guess they're they're going to go with the initial hit, for, and then uh, say Cunningham was just got got to have his name called on the radio. Yep. <laughs> so Patterson shotgun got one back behind him. Dakota Wilson's going to take the ball, try to cut it up the middle. He runs into a wall of white jerseys, probably at a yard on the play, maybe two on the game. It's going to bring up second down and eight for the Wildcats. Yeah. So you got a whole slew of uh, I, I would, I, if you want to just call the entire defensive yeah, line yeah Kate Newman Austin Reynolds <laughs> um, we're in there um, you know maybe it's a little fire a little bit under the, the defensive line here and see maybe if they can get a stop so two splits to the far side one to the near side Patterson's got one running back behind him puts a man in motion goes from the left to the right Patterson's going to roll to the far side it's going to be a little swing pass nice out pass. to number six caught at the uh, 38-yard line, going to be pushed out of bounds. Nice little uh, six-yard pickup there. That bring was up pretty. Third down. He's yeah. got a nice little arm he on does. him, too, man. That's, that's tough. Roll. I mean, that was actually a pretty play, rolling out. Hit his guy right on the mark in the hand. So that might be something they want to consider looking at again. So nice six-yard pickup right there. Brings up third and two. Ball at the Wildcat 37-yard line. I'd be anxious to see what Patterson can do in the pocket yeah. to see if he can just heave it. I'm going to say he can. I bet I mean, he can, that, too. That, that was crisp. So he's looking for his splits, but he's just going to hand it oh, off wow. to number 27. That's Smith. We've seen him tonight. Crosses the 45 out to the 40. Dude, he's in a foot race. going to be run out of bounds uh, at about the 20-yard line. Huge pickup by wow. number 27. That is Bradley Smith with a huge run for West Limestone. Fortune Wheeler and Joshua Cunningham, uh, you know, at some point finally caught up with him, but but, man, what a nice run. That dude's got some legs on him. Yes, he does. 
Um, so that's about a 60-yard game. It's going to be really cool to see the stats in this game rushing-wise. Both teams have <laughs> really done allowed well. the ground. Yeah, they have. So Dakota Wilson's going to get the ball on the right, on the right side. Oh, it's going to be brought down at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Second and ten for West as we end the third quarter. At the end of the third quarter, your score is tied. East and West, Limestone knotted up at 21. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. The Bamazak Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bamazak Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide, along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bamazak Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to Limestone County Sports right here on Play Action Sports Network. We're all knotted up at half at uh, the end of the third quarter, starting the fourth, fourth quarter, 21-all. Here's some scores from uh, brought to you by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Hueytown, 54, Athens, 14 in the third quarter. Tanner, 34, Columbia, 0. James Clemens, 35 to 15 on Lee in the third quarter. And Lexington, 34, does nothing over Elkmont in the third quarter. So those are your scores brought to you by Limestone County Commissioner Colin Daly. And we're starting third quarter action as uh, West Limestone gets the ball. uh, About a four-yard pickup by number 36, Dakota Wilson. It's going to bring up third and five ball at the East Limestone 15-yard line. So here we go. Here we go. right, man. Fourth quarter. I mean, that third quarter just flew by. But like you said, you know, everything's been on the ground pretty much tonight. And and, uh, neither team can seem to stop the run. So Patterson, shotgun, trying to get him to drop, jump off sides. East Limestone able to uh, hold position. Two splits to the far side, one to the near side, changing the play at the line of scrimmage. He's got Bradley Smith to his right, going to hand it off to Smith up the middle. Smith tries a juke move. He's going to be brought down by number 10, and then a couple more come in to finish the job for East Limestone. No gain on the play. Great job by Joshua Cunningham to – to initially hit him, hold on to him long enough, let Chase Newby and a couple other guys come in and make the tackle. Um, but that hadn't happened too many times tonight for either team. Well, Cunningham, from his defensive end position, able to be the first person to meet Smith in the backfield and uh, just call, like I said earlier, call the Calvary and they come in. So it looks like West is going to try for a field goal. So this field goal is going to be marked at about the 21-yard line. So it'll be about a 31-yard uh, field goal attempt by West Limestone. There's the snap. There's the kick. It's up. It looks like it's got enough leg, and it does. Field goal is good. That's a big deal right there. Field goal kick by number 35, Mako Bartman, puts West Limestone on top, 24-21. Yes, it was. That would have gone another good 10, 12 yards. Probably about another 10 yards. That that might have been it. That's probably unless he was holding back. But uh, good 31-yard field goal. By West Limestone to take the lead with 10-21 left to play in the third in the fourth quarter. So uh, a lot of scoring tonight, a lot of scoring tonight from 
both teams. But, uh, again, East with the ball, going to probably get good field position here because, um, you know, to be honest with you, West has not been kicking the ball very no. deep on kickoffs. Neither team has, and I don't really understand it because, I mean, obviously um, we saw the, the last kick free Slimestone was pretty deep. He just kicked a 31-yard field goal that could have gone 40. Um, you know, I don't know. I just find it odd. Maybe they just don't want to set up some sort of return or something. But um, if you don't want to do that, I just soon see a squib or something hard, you know. But they didn't call and ask me, Kurt. No, so they don't. They, I, co- you know. I think Coach Pugh's got a pretty good idea of what uh, he wants yeah, to neither, do. Neither, neither coach asked yeah. me about game yeah. plans this week. I'm surprised, but they well, didn't. You know, maybe next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, no, so Bartman's going to kick off. Ball spotted at his 40. He's going to kick it off. It's just a line drive kick. It's oh, going to bounce at the 20 and just keep rolling. Kick, it is. It's going to be picked up at the five-yard line. Uh-oh. Plenty of room right there to run it up past the 20. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's got room. He's at the 40. Uh-oh. 45 crosses the 50. Oh, Stiff arms the defender. Rolls out of bounds at about the 39-yard line. Goes number 18 for, uh, for East Limestone, Alexander Mason. Listen, picks it up at his five-yard line, shot it up, and returns it all the way down. They're going to say he's marked down out of bounds at the 37-yard line of West Limestone. Huge now, run. Mago Barman was able to finally bring him down, but he, was, he basically just kind of slowed him and got in his way. <laughs> he didn't really tackle him. But, but yeah, what an incredible return. That was kind of all on his own because, like yeah. you said, that was a that, that could have been dangerous. Like you could, We could have been looking at East with the ball on their five right Absolutely. There. So shotgun going to hand it off to to uh, yeah, shot, it's going to be a handoff yeah. to Fortune Wheeler and Wheeler tries to take it to the near side and uh, not able to turn that corner, but a two yard pickup there for second and eight for East Limestone. Bradley Smith does a phenomenal job on that linebacker position to just well, well name's line to spin, but just stringing it out, man. Yeah, you know, not letting him go anywhere and then finally bring him to make the tackle. He's done that all night tonight. Really, the whole West defensive front half. So you've got you got West Limestone. They're going to switch their players from one side to the other. So go strong side, weak side. So they've got basically they've got a uh, six man front right now. Yep. And uh, Hill's going to draw back to pass. He's going to try to throw it deep to his his receiver oh. in the end zone. It's going to be right out of the hands of uh, number fourteen Barrett Brown. Just kind of too far inside. Was, you know what, though? I'm going to have to blame that on the receiver. I mean, Barrett's actually down, but you know what? I think it's one of those, again, I know I should have had it. Injury. He's up. He's up. He's <laughs> up. Well, but, what, uh, he, what he did, he, he the ball was a little bit more inside, and he still stayed outside, yeah, he, and he wasn't able to to, should, to make a move on it. And he should have been able to. I don't think I think he thought the ball was going to come to him. Jacob Wiley was in really good position, but that could have easily been a touchdown. So the handoff to Wheeler up the up the middle. Wheeler's going to get to the 35, down to about the 28, and there's a penalty flag on the play. And it does look like a face mask against West Limestone, so that's going to give uh, East another first down. Landon obviously did a good job, grabbed his ankle and held on to it long enough. But unfortunately for West, another defender came in and grabbed the face mask. So with that penalty, that's going to move uh, East a little deeper into West Limestone territory. And your score right now with nine minutes left to play in the ball game, West on top, 24-21. Of East, but East is on the move, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna mark this ball a little deeper and move it past the twenty, probably down to about. I bet they move it to the at least the fifteen yard line, and that's it. Now they're gonna take it one more and put it on the fourteen. So it's gonna be first and ten, East Limestone from the West fourteen yard line. Yeah, big. Yeah, that's a big penalty. 
So Hill in at quarterback. He's in the shotgun. He's got Wheeler to his left. Whistles are blowing right now. So officials have got a timeout right now. We'll see what they're doing. They're talking it through. I can tell you that the play clock did start. The the game clock did did yeah, keep going. Yeah, they I don't know. Yeah, they they're, they're not. It was at least another once. thirty to forty five seconds easy, came off the clock. Easy. So they they need to add some more back. I'm not sure who's telling what, but the the clock Who's, official is keeping that keeping that thumb on the wrong side of the trigger. <laughs> Something's happening up there. So they're discussing it to figure out how much more time they need to put on the clock because uh, after the face mask. Yeah, I'm like you. That was a good thirty, if not forty seconds. So they're they're going over to tell him what to add on. So I said eight thirty. Right now it's at eight thirty-five. West breaks the huddle. Move it back to about nine. So now that's exactly what yep. they do. They move it straight to nine. So they add 25 seconds on the clock. Now the clock's running. So we're under nine minutes left to play in the ball game. A lot of shifting. First and ten. Going to hand it to Wheeler around the near side. He's going to cut it back up to about the five-yard line. Pushed out of bounds. Can't see where they got it spotted. They're going to say he spotted at about the two. Now that officials got him at the five. So it's going to be second down. No, first down. Landon Novice. I can't see it from this far out. I can't see it either. Yeah, they're going to say second down. Second down and five. So second and one for East Limestone. So we're on the we're on the visitor side, and once they get down to about the fifteen yard line on either on either end zone, we can't see where the where the ball gets marked. So Fortune Wheeler's going to take it. He's got a hole right up the middle, and he's going to take it into the end zone five yards out. Fortune Wheeler with his fourth touchdown run of the night. Really good block there by um, number eighteen Alexander Mason. Really good man. Pushed the linebacker, got a little bit of the end out of the way, and he was able to cut it and run right in the end zone. Four touchdowns, pretty decent night. What do you think? I, I would say so. I'm like I said, I, he had that first one of ninety yards out, and then he's just continued to to, to do his job. I mean, he's got to be all night long. Two hundred plus with four touchdowns. I, I I would think so. Might be in consideration for player of the game. We'll have to, uh, wait we'll and have see. to talk about <laughs> it. So Landon Hart's kick is up, and it's good. And with that, East Limestone takes the lead, 28-24, with eight fourteen left to play in this ball game, Todd and. And uh, this second half has turned out to be just as exciting as the first half. Yeah, this game's been played out, built and built, just like, you know, everybody's talked about all week. Everybody knew it was going to be a battle. I mean, if you look around this stadium, man, look at all the people standing up, standing room only, folks, if y'all aren't here. I mean, both sides, visitor and home, are, are filled to capacity. And then you got people just standing along the fence line, man. It's, it's you can't an even awesome get to, You scene. can't get the concession stand. No, you forget that. <laughs> I wanted me to get, get a Diet Sun Drop. Can't, get, a, can't no. get one, you know? Well, listen, you can download a copy of this game or listen to it on demand by going to pasnetwork.net. There's a streaming schedule of upcoming games and links to our mobile apps, too. And uh, we're just excited to be here tonight in uh, the home of the Wildcats at James Kenimer Stadium in this cross-county rivalry between these two teams. And, and this game is, is everything that we expected it to be uh, between East and West. And uh, East able to punch it in for five yards out. Uh, Fortune Wheeler with his fourth touchdown of the night, putting the score 28-24 to right now East on top. So there's the kick. It's high, end-over-end kick. It's going to be fielded at about the 19-yard line. 
the number 21 for the Wildcats. He's going to cut it. He's got somebody's hanging onto his jersey. He's got some more room, and then he's going to be brought down at about the 26-27 yard line. So first and 10 Wildcats from their own 26. Really good return. I think he had a he had a couple people there grabbing at him. Um, Corbin Lacey had his jersey there for it seemed like about a yard and <laughs> couldn't hold on. You know, and this is this is when the weight room stuff comes in, right? All Absolutely. the leg presses and all that stuff, and able to just pull away from the defender because you did what you were supposed to do during the offseason. So Jacob Wiley with the kickoff return for the Wildcats. First and ten, ball at the 27-yard line, 8.06 left to play in this ball game. East on top of West, 28-24. Patterson shotgun. He's got trips to the near side. He's going to do that flare pass that they did earlier with success, and it's caught. Caught by number 11. That is uh, Parker Cook. Parker Cook with about a two-yard, three-yard reception, Uh, but but, uh, he was brought down almost right after he caught the ball. Uh, Chase Newby, Caden Joyner, and uh, Joshua Cunningham, they'd seen that play one too many times, and they, they read it that time. So he picked up two yards on the play, so it's going to bring up second and second and eight. Man, it didn't even seem like he was able to pick up anything I know, right? so quick. I'm, and the only reason I'm doing that, I'm not looking at the scoreboard. They've got it wrong. I'm looking at the yard marker yeah, over here. Yeah, you're right. You can tell. So Patterson's got trips to the far side, one split to the near side. He's going to roll to the far side, throw off of throw, oh, throw against his body, and he just, wow. His pass intended for number 23, Elijah Spry, and uh, – <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't even, know why he was hesitating because Elijah was open way like two, three, four seconds prior to him releasing the ball. And then when he did throw it, I'm not sure where he was throwing it. Yeah, I mean, Elijah was sitting there right there in the yeah, flat. Like, hey, and dude, here he was I standing am. there, and there was nobody around him, but he just overthrew him. And uh, so that's going to bring up third down for the Wildcats. So third, they're saying 10, but I'm telling yeah, you, it's, it's, it's eight. It's, you can tell it's about eight. So ball at about the 28-yard line, 29-yard line. Trips to the near side. Patterson's going to roll Uh-oh. to the near side. He's going to throw against him. So a little screen pass to Smith. And Smith is going to get the first down. Oh, it's close, sir. Boy, I tell you, boy, that's that little, that's that little, uh, yeah, a little, little flare, little flare screen. screen. I, I mean, it, the, the yeah. linemen did their job. They, they let sure everybody run that in. And so uh, number yeah. 27, Bradley Smith with the reception, picks up the first down as the ball is spotted at the 38-yard line. Colin did a wonderful job, man, held on to the ball just long enough to let that defender come in. And, you know, and one thing I've never understood, never, and I never will, is why isn't that offensive lineman downfield when you, well, run, a, when you run a screen? <laughs> I mean, they're all downfield. Yeah, they're all pretty much downfield. But you get a little bit of grace, but not much. So trips to the near side, one split to the far side. Shotgun formation. He's got Bradley Smith beside him. He's going to fake the handoff to Bradley. He's going to hit it to number 11. Number 11 with the reception for the West Limestone Wildcats. Picks up eight yards on the play. Goes uh, Parker Cook. And uh, so it's going to bring second down and two. Oh, no, they're going to say only a six-yard pickup. So second down and four for the Wildcats. uh, Caden Joyner and uh, I don't know if that was Demontria Johnson, number 11 in there on the tackle, but – that was a nice little catch and throw. Yeah. You know, he just kind of ran his route, found an open spot, and turned around and stopped. Trips to the far side, one split to the near side. Patterson, shotgun. He's got Bradley Smith right in the backfield with him. It's going to be another screen pass out to number 13. Number wow. 13 keeps the ball, and he Uh-oh. drops the ball. They are going to say it's a fumble. It's picked up by East Limestone by number two, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds at the 35-yard wow. line. I, I tell you. I thought he was down. I did, too. I, I, I did, too. I thought he was down. 
I mean, that ball came out late. Hey, Haven Helms was the receiver, and the ball did come out, so they're saying it's another turnover. So that's West Limestone's third turnover of the second half, and uh, it'll be East Limestone's ball at the West 35-yard line. Yeah, and I don't see anybody in the stands or the coaching staff on the sidelines complaining about it being a bad call. So, Well, now we got the officials whistling. So Chase Newby was able to uh, pick up that ball and return it uh, probably about uh, nice 25 yards. They're and, not doing uh, replay here, are no, they? No, they're not doing replay. <laughs> I would be anxious to see a replay on that. I would but, love uh, to see replay that. But it uh, doesn't matter. It's, it's East Ball. At the uh, 35-yard line of West Limestone after the fumble recovery with 5.41 left to play in this ballgame. East on top, 28-24. They're going to hand it to Fortune Wheeler up the middle. Fortune's going to fall forward for about a three-yard gain. And it uh, looks like uh, Coach Pugh is going to say, keep it on the field or keep it, keep it, just grind this out as much yeah, as you can. Yeah, eat up that time. You've got the lead. So you got a four-point lead, so, you know, you punch it in. And, uh, you know, try to make this a nice little 12-point uh, yep. or 11-point lead. Turnovers will absolutely throttle you. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened to the Wildcats up to this point. But you know what? East is due, so you never know. So two fumbles and one interception in the second half. Uh, and, uh, East and that of, was so bad because it was after such a huge game. Yeah. You know? So going to be a false start, I bet, again on East. No. So what, basically what's going on, it's the same thing that we said earlier. Fortune is, is lining up, and then he's starting to lean a little bit right before that snap, and, and, and it's just a false start. So and you can hear the coaches yelling at him, oh, trying, yeah. to keep him trying to keep himself still on that. I guess it's just more of a ha- – not habit. I don't know. I, I mean, you're right, I mean, he's done it. You're right a, a lot tonight. So second and 12 from the 37-yard line. We're under five minutes left to play in this ball game. Hill, quarterback, is going to move Wheeler from his left to his right. He's going to bring everybody else to the left. One split to the left. Going to hand it to Wheeler around the near side. Wheeler's trying to take the corner. And he's going to be brought in the backfield for a loss by Bradley Smith, number 27, for the Wildcats. Yeah, man, I mean, dude, we've called his name how many times tonight? Well, you call him on offense, call him on yeah, defense. that's what I'm saying. He, he's, he's had one heck of a game, win he or really lose. He is, uh, he's certainly earned um, – Something special for the night because he just both sides of the ball, man. Beast. So two-yard loss on the play, third and 14. Ball is at the west 39-yard line. East with the ball. Gage Hill, quarterback, shotgun. Got one split to the near side. Going to take Wheeler again. He's going to shift him from left to right. Everybody else comes to the left. Got a man in motion. That's going to be number 18. Number 18 is going to try to do it on the jet sweep. He's got a hole. And then he's just going to be met by number 33. That closed up quick. Brent Beckworth called his name several times tonight as well. Um, Boy, it looked like that was going to go somewhere, didn't it, Kurt? It did. Mason had a nice little groove going. And then as he tried to cut it up, I mean, he was just met hard. He sure was. So brings up fourth and eleven. For East Limestone, we're under four minutes. We're about at the three-and-a-half-minute mark right now with uh, East on top, 28-24 on top of West Limestone. So, so far, the East Limestone's able to capitalize on only one turnover, punching it into the end zone, uh, one of the three turnovers tonight in the second half. One split to the near side. Once nobody to the outside, Uh-oh. he's going to try to throw a pass. Number four. Oh, my God. Off. It's going to be picked off by Bradley Smith. Bradley Smith's at the 40. Nope. He's at the 35, the 30, 
He's going to be brought down at about the 25, 24-yard line. Huge interception by Bradley Smith. I mean, it was like Gage Hill threw it straight to him. From sitting up here, you can see it, man. Uh, Caden Joyner sitting there baited him, just baited him. You can, I mean, he was reading his eyes the whole way. He sat right there, and, and it was like he, it looked like Gage was throwing it to him instead of the receiver. And I mean, like I said, they were they were due. I, you know, I, I don't know why you're passing in that situation. Well, it's it was it was it was fourth down, so you know I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Throw it run it, keep field. that clock running. But uh, right now it's two fifty eight left to play in this ball game, and East Limestone on top by by four twenty eight twenty four. Everybody's in tight. Eye formation. Patterson's going to hand it off to, to Dakota Wilson. Dakota Wilson's going to forward for about a five-yard play, and uh, they're down to about the 15-yard yeah, line. Roman Scrimpture with the initial hit, but he's still got a few yards after the carry before Barrett Brown brought him down. I want to uh, mention something real quick. Um, Tom McClung, our old buddy Tom, uh, sent us a text. Reed Blankenship, who played right here at West Limestone. Um, plays at MTSU now, Middle Tennessee State. Oh, that's right, yeah. And uh, he set the record tonight for most tackles in MTSU history. That's awesome. So congratulations, congratulations Reed, uh, West Limestone graduate. Good kid, too, man. So congratulations on all your success, buddy. Congratulations to all of them, everybody. And that is huge for West Limestone as well. Oh, yeah. And the family here. So Dakota Wilson's going to take it to the far side. He's going to get to the 10, to the 5. going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 4-yard line. Goes Dakota Wilson. He picks up the first down, so it's going to be first and goal. Yeah. From about the three. Big hit there by uh, Demontria Johnson. But not until after a big game. And now you get the clock against you as well. So, Wes trying to trying to take the lead right here with it's, uh, right at two minutes left to play in this ball it's game. It's one of those things where you don't score too early and give them time. But at the same time, you got to score. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, I've always found that interesting, um, how coaches figure that stuff out, what plays to run versus not. Obviously, you want to keep it on the ground to keep the clock moving, force the other team to use timeouts. So, so we're at 2:02, and the officials have blown the blown everything dead to stop the clock. Not sure what's going on. Probably more clock management time, uh, is, is or not management. Something that we haven't been able to get. Something where the clock keeps running because he went out of bounds. Yeah, clearly went out of bounds. So they added eight seconds. So it's 2:10. Okay. So 2:10 on the clock. And uh, everybody's in a huddle. So, first and goal, ball at the two-yard line. West Limestone, Patterson, under center. He's got a little kind of off wishbone back there behind him. So, they're going to hand it to to Dakota Wilson. He's going to be met in the backfield, but he shakes a tackle. He's going to be brought down at about the one, out of bounds again. And so, Wilson with a first uh, one-yard carry. It's going to bring up second and goal for the Wildcats. Great job by Corbin Lacey. To, to, he didn't bring him down, but he slowed him up enough to where others could come in and make the tackle. Because um, without that initial hit around his ankles, he probably would have scored. It looks like there's another going to be a timeout on the uh, field. The officials call in the timeout. If they confer, they're saying he's down at the one. So I don't know if they're saying he got pushed out of bounds or what, but the clock has stopped at 151. I don't know what the discussion's about. So I think they're wanting to add more time back yeah, to the clock. I think you're right. They're looking at it again. So they're saying 19 seconds came off the clock, but but again, he was he was out of bounds. So one of the things I was going to tell you, Zach, um, that I want to thank the everybody here at West Limestone for for uh, recognizing Bama Zach yeah. tonight before the ball game and 
that you know, really it, nice. just I know the East Limestone family appreciates it. We appreciate it with yeah. Play Action Sports and the WKAC. I know he was he you you guys worked together. I worked with him uh, when we did uh, you know tailgate talk and all of that, yeah. the Applebee's and stuff. And then just so thankful uh, for just appreciate everybody thinking yeah. about Bama Zach. We go, miss him. Allison Gears. Yep. Oh, so there was a uh, quarterback sneak by. Um, by Patterson, but he didn't, go anywhere, he didn't go anywhere on there. So they stopped him short of the goal line. So it's going to bring up third and goal for West Limestone. Yeah, I just want to say real quick, come in Allison Garris and, and, and Garth uh, for working so hard of uh, creating that memorial fund for him. And yeah. there's going to be a lot of kids in this county get some scholarships from it. And so what a great way to, to um, honor, you know, Bama Zach and his legacy will live on for a long time. Absolutely. I know East Limestone's put some things on the field. Yeah. You know, and that's – that's Had, had towels created, yeah. memorial. So penalty flag on the play. As, uh, there was a timeout call, but then all of, oh, it looks like it's going to be against Coach Pugh. Coach Pugh is is on the field right now. There is a sideline warning, but there's a penalty flag on the play. Coach Pugh is kind of fired up right now. He didn't like it. So how if there was a timeout, where's the flag? I'm not really I mean, sure. Somebody said something. So the blue. So everything was blown dead, and then all of a sudden Coach Pugh goes out there, and then there was a penalty flag. So I'm just not sure. What the deal is, they're over there talking, the officials are. There was a sideline warning, so I don't know if they're going to. So East Limestone calls a timeout. So it's going to be their first uh, their timeout right now with a minute 26 left to play in this ball game. We're going to keep it here. 28-24 is your score. West has the ball second and goal from the two-yard line. And uh, now it should be third and goal. Yes. Yeah, so that's wrong. The scoreboard is wrong, and I'm trying to see the no, the sticks. Yeah, the sticks yeah. looks like it's third and goal. Yeah, that's what it is. With a minute 26 left, Coach Pugh's over there trying to tell him, hi, guys. I mean, this goal line stands time. Yeah. This is one of those deals where, you know, you think obviously just straight up the gut, right, maybe possibly quarterback snake. You got a guy 6'5 right there. Didn't weigh a lot, so he didn't have a lot yeah. of, you know, physical strength maybe, but. That's one of those deals where I've always not – man, just fake that handoff and then the quarterback just, you know, keep it and run a to the corner. Peyton Manning you know? like he yeah, did. Yeah, man. <laughs> he, Peyton Manning not known to that, run no, quarterback. But, but uh, that's know, a, when he played, what was it, Florida, yeah. did the fake up the middle and they just kind of rolled just it rolled out. right through, man. I mean, everybody's <laughs> anticipating. Everybody's jammed in tight. Yeah. You just need that one little, not even a really good block, just a bump on the end to be able to get get them in. So, we'll see what Coach Davis decides to do. Um so it's hard uh, to tell how – I mean, they've got – they're saying the ball's marked on the two, but it looks a lot closer than that to me from here. Yeah, it does. So, it's third and goal. So, we'll we'll say it's on the – I think it's on the goal line. That's what it's, it looks like. It's just barely off the goal line. So, in theory, Patterson should be able to just kind of take the snap, Jump put over. his hands over the top, and I yep. think that's what you're going to see. Yep. He, and he, he's going to roll to the right side, and he is going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, West Limestone. With a minute 22 left to play in this ballgame, West Limestone takes the lead after the interception by Bradley Smith to great. get it all the way down there. And uh, East West Limestone taking that lead. That was a great second effort um, to be able to get in initially. He looked like he was going to be stopped. But uh, Colin did a really good job to, to keep his feet and push forward. So, Patterson, it's it's sec- his second uh, quarterback sneak touchdown of the night. There's the kick. It's up. And it is good. So with a minute 22 left to play in the ball game, your score, 31 to 28, West on top of East. But what we know is this, East can be explosive, and that's plenty of time 
to get in the end zone. So Coach Pugh's over here talking to his Indians, his, uh, his receiving team right now, and trying to give them an idea of what we need to get done. So, uh, you know, after tonight, you're going to listen to the play to the postgame show. We're going to have two names for you. One's going to be the Limestone County Player of the Game, and our feature player is going to get a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. And we're also going to have our Lawler's Fan of the Week at PASnetwork.net, and we'll announce that winner during the postgame show of each and every Limestone County football game. And the winner gets a $20 Tasty Bug from Lawler's Barbecue. And like I said, we'll announce those during the postgame show tonight once we are concluded with this really, really good yeah, football game. This has been, like I said earlier, everything that, that, that you've heard, you know, whether you're in the grocery store or work or wherever, you know, people that, that were going to be here knew they were coming, knew they were going to be in for a great game, and it certainly lived up to, to that. Well, East Limestone comes into tonight's ballgame with a four-game win streak yeah. against West, and West is looking to break that streak. High end-over-end kick's going to be fielded at about the 20-yard line. He's got some room. Oh, oh he's going to be met. Oh, that was a tackle. That was a tackle right there. Number 20, Anthony Killen with the reception. 12-yard pickup Jonas right there. Smith said, hello, my name's Jonas. Killen did not like to be hit like that. He jumped Holy up. A couple of words were said, but uh, nevertheless, Penalty flags were kept in the pockets. Thank you, co- yeah. uh, thank you, officials. Yeah, I mean, it was a clean hit. It was a clean hit, and and uh, you know after that, it, you got There's a little bit of jaw yeah, from be, both sides, right? You know, I mean, well, I mean, it's a tense moment, tense position in the game, and yeah, I'm glad they kept their uh, flags in their pockets as well. So, Coach Pugh wants to call a timeout with a minute 17 left to play in this ball game, as West is on top of East, 31 to 28, and. And uh, I tell you, man. So I'm wondering how close East has to get in order to kick a field goal. Well, From I don't know. We, of extra points. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, I think you got to believe that they've, they've got to at least get to the probably the 25-yard line. Uh, you don't think a 35-yarder? Uh-huh. Well, let's let's say he's got to get to the 25. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, that – Give him a shot. Give him a shot. I'd say the 25-yard line. So that'd be about a 35-yard field goal. And uh, so, yeah, maybe maybe a 40-yard field goal. But uh, <laughs> yeah, be what well, be 30? Say 25, 35, yeah, 42, 42. Yeah. So you've got uh, Fortune Wheeler in the backfield. You've got Gage Hill in the quarterback. He's got trips to the near side, split to the far side. He's got looking to pass. Got good block, good protection. Oh, there to he the is. sideline, no. overthrows. His receiver, number 18, Alexander Mason, just really overthrew him. Mason yeah. didn't have a shot at that one. Yeah, really good um, defense that time by West. They, they, they kind of dropped everybody back, soft rush, you know, towards the quarterback. So Gates had time to throw the ball, but, but the defenders did a really good job, especially on the backside of the defense, to cover everybody. Nobody was really open. So with the incomplete pass, the clock stops at a minute 11. West breaks the East breaks the huddle. Gage Hill, quarterback, takes Fortune Wheeler, puts him to the right side, trips to the near side. One split to the far side. Hill drops back, still got good protection. He's Uh-oh. got a rush, and he's going to be sacked. Ball's, ball's coming out. Ball's coming out. That's the game. West Limestone's got the ball. He got hit from his blind side from the defensive tackle. Ball popped out right, just right when he yeah. was hit. Yeah. And uh, West recovers it at the East 28-yard line with a minute two left to play in the ball game. And, uh, 
you got to believe that Coach uh, Davis is just going to take a knee. Yeah, I mean, how many timeouts these have one? Yeah, if that. Yeah, so they can't really do anything with a minute two to get the ball back. And if they did, there wouldn't be any time yeah. on the clock to do anything with. Um, really good. I don't even – it happened so fast, I couldn't even tell who made the hit on, on yeah, the Yeah, I, 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 it, really it was really hard. I want to say number 33, but I, I, I well, could be wrong. You know what? It probably was because I think that's Beckworth, isn't it? Um, yep. Yeah, it's Beckworth, and it's probably exactly who it was. So Patterson takes the snap and hits a knee, keeps his clock running. And East Limestone goes ahead and probably takes their last timeout of the game yeah. to stop the clock with 57 seconds left to play in this ball game, as uh, West is uh, on top by three, 31 to 28. And uh, really, there's just uh, no way to stop. I don't think there's another no. way, unless they got another timeout that I didn't see. I think you're right. I think it's it. And business side agrees because it looks like some of them are heading on out to beat the traffic. Well, if everything holds up, then. Uh, West will break that four-game win streak by East and uh, have their first win in four years against the East Limestone uh, Indians. So Coach Pugh releases his defense. They go out there. But you know what Coach Davis is telling them? No mistakes. Don't fumble the snap. Don't fumble the snap. Get on the knee. Let this clock run. Let's go to the house. And don't run your mouth. Don't run your mouth. Just uh, take a knee and let's go to the house. Huge, huge victory. So here we go, V formation, Patterson under center. Everybody else is in tight. He takes a knee, and uh, that is going to probably do it. No, I think – I mean, more, they'll have one more play, one more but, snap, uh, yeah, but yeah, we're not stopping the clock again. So uh, 44 seconds and counting, and that's good. That's your that, – this is your game, folks. Congratulations to the West Limestone Wildcats for a huge win tonight. And as the clock one runs down, uh, Patterson's going to go under center. We're at 18 seconds on the uh, play clock. But uh, they're going to go ahead and take that snap and just uh, finish this game off. So that's going to do it. West Limestone defeats East Limestone by a score of 31 to 28. Again, congratulations to the West Limestone Wildcats and this victory at home against their cross-county rivals. So that moves East Limestone to 3-3 three and three on the season. They are still 3-0 and oh in 5A Region 8 play. West Limestone moves to 4-1 and one on the season and still 2-1 and one in 4A Region 8 play. But a great hard-fought ball game tonight by both teams with West Limestone coming out on top. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have our winners of our uh, player of the game and also our uh, fan of the week. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Holtz Pest Control has been protecting area homes and businesses against invading pests like spiders, roaches, ants, ticks, fleas, crickets, termites, and other pests since 1989. You can depend on Holtz Pest Control to provide quality, dependable, professional, and safe service at an affordable price. Holtz Pest Control is your authorized Centricon system dealer. Holtz Pest Control is your best source for residential and commercial pest and termite control, including new construction pretreatment. Call Holtz Pest Control today at 256-233-6333 or visit online 
online at HoltzPestControl.com. Hey, this is Jim from Lawler's Barbecue. A lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke. Well, guess what? You never will because we cook it in Lewisburg, Tennessee at our USDA facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality so no matter which store you come to, you get the same great taste. Phillip's been cooking barbecue since 1978, and I promise you, he's got the hang of it. He's been doing it so long, he doesn't want to be cremated. He's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals. So come try some Lawler's Barbecue at any of our seven locations today. Lawler's Barbecue. Cook slow. Serve fast. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the Southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. And, uh, again, big win tonight for the West Limestone Wildcats as they beat their cross-county rivals, East Limestone, and, and just moving on, uh, just kind of, you know, this was a non-regional game, Todd. And, uh, but, yeah. but, again, it's a cross-county. I know this one strikes you a little harder. It strikes me hard, <laughs> man. I got my East stuff on because I'm a graduate and uh, alumni from East Limestone. Um, but, you know what, I'm not – I'm not dumb. I mean, I, you know, congratulations to West. Played a heck of a game, good game playing. Um, you know, anytime usually if, if you're reading the newspaper or see a story on the Internet where a team had three turnovers in the second half alone, you're wanting to know how many, you know, that's how you got beat, right? Right, right. Well, not tonight. Well, you know, East you- was only able to, to – what, Capitalize one, on one of the turnovers, and yeah. Then, so, and then of course, we had our late bad turnover at the end, and, and that that really um, uh, West yeah. was able to capitalize yeah. and take the lead and and finish with your final score, thirty-one to twenty-eight. And and again, it uh, just a great ball game all the way around. It's it's something we kind of knew coming into tonight, and 
both offenses, some some really good players tonight that truly stood out across the board. And just congratulations to all of them. Again, especially congratulations to Coach Shelby Davis yeah. and his West Lo- West Limestone Wildcats team for this big victory tonight. And uh, because of that, um, we kind of talked about it at, uh, during the break there. And and uh, we could have chosen a lot of different players, but one particular player tonight stood out for us, and we've been calling him the wrong name all night. Yeah, I'm sorry, the, buddy. Yeah, no, and, and uh, number 27, uh, Brad, we've got him listed as Bradley Easton Smith, yeah. and we found out his Bradley Smith actually goes by Easton, so yeah. Easton Smith. And uh, so, man, we, we congratulate you. You are our player of the game tonight, yeah. and, and because you are the Limestone County football player of the game tonight, you get a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. So, again, congratulations. Congratulations to the whole West Limestone uh, Wildcats uh, team. But uh, tonight, uh, Easton Smith takes home the player yeah. of the game award. And, you know, Kurt, they could have, you know, they could have gotten down. You know, it was, a, it was you know, momentum swapped when they went up by three. And then they could have, you know, like hung their heads a little bit. And then, um, you know, after East went back up by four. And, but you know what? They didn't, man. They hung in there. They, they kept their head up, stayed in the game. Um, you know, made that big, huge interception. Easton, then, Easton did that. I mean, like you, yeah. like you said. I mean, he he read the quarterback. No, I was on that. Yeah, I, mean, I was just, I was like, oh my gosh, he throws it over. <laughs> you know, is he at least knock it down? For yeah. The, for the you know, that was my, you know, my thought initially was like he's just gonna knock it down, and then it, the ball was thrown. Just, just. I mean, he had to go up to get it. It was a really nice play, and then a nice long return. To put uh, um, West was able to get yeah. into position, and uh, and then they took you know they did what they were supposed to do. Uh, surprisingly to me, and I've said it, I've said it all all game long. I think um, really the the defensive and offensive front for West. You know, you're playing a, a, a bigger school up in classification, and most of the time, you know, they have bigger, stronger guys, and and uh, in this case, they might, they I think he still was bigger. But man, those—I mean, West did a really good job of opening up holes. Running backs did a good job of reading those holes. Yep. And, um, you know, they—they they stuck to the game plan and um, you know pulled out a great victory, man. Well, not only did Easton have the uh, kind of the, the the play that changed the game in the fourth quarter with that big interception, he also tonight ended up with a. Uh, you know, he had, he had a touchdown run. Yeah. And so he had a 26-yard touchdown run on the offensive yeah. side. So playing, uh, we, we saw him make a lot of tackles. We saw him hit the hole hard. He had several long runs. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's done a really good job. But, but again, we we had to pick a, pick someone, but we could have picked a lot oh, of other players. Yeah. You know, Colin uh, Patterson had two, two quarterback yep. sneaks for touchdowns. He also threw an 86-yard touchdown yep. pass to Dakota Hilliard uh, in the second quarter. Um, so one thing we didn't talk about, and uh, I want to ask you, I found it interesting that very last series that West scores on, all of a sudden they're throwing, throwing, yeah. throwing, throwing. But we hadn't really – you know, they threw mm-hmm. they had a few mm-hmm. pass plays. They're pretty successful on them. But, like – that. And they had time to keep it on the ground if they'd wanted to. Did yeah. you find it interesting that they decided yeah. to go to the air like that? I do, and, and but but I guess at that I think it threw East off. Yeah, I think it did too. And I think from from East perspective on the defensive side, they West had been able to get in there, make some holes. You know, yeah. you had you know uh, uh, like I said, Smith earlier with a touchdown, and then of course number thirty six Dakota Wilson. Well, you know he was running, he was hitting yeah, holes hard. hard man. You know, and so from from that perspective, uh, I think that uh, East wanted to, you know, try to close that gap and, 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 and seal off the run. 
And uh, Coach Davis saw that and started doing little flare passes and whatnot yeah. to kind of throw them off and put them on their heels a little well, bit, they, which is what you want to do um, um, from an offensive standpoint, get that yeah. defensive the, linebacker the to The one back. play, and I believe it, was, it might have even been third down, where they ran the little soft flare kind of screen. Did a wonderful job of sucking the defenders in. And then, buddy, it was on after that. That was a, what, I don't know, 25, 30-yard oh, yeah. reception, mm-hmm. which what ended up putting them in a position to get on in there and score. Um, you know, just, well, that was a great call. Whoever called, I don't know who calls West Lampson's offense, but um, really nice uh, play call there. And they executed it like they were they supposed did. to. And on the east side, you know, you had Fortune Wheeler, who we knew he was going to have a great game tonight. He finished the game with four touchdowns. He had a he had a ninety yard touchdown yeah. in the first uh, second play of the game. Easily two hundred yards. Yeah, easily. So. And then uh, he ended up with a twenty four yard touchdown run right before halftime, and then punched it in from uh, one yard out uh, in the third quarter and five yards out in the fourth quarter. So you know, Fortune had a really good game as well. Uh, so it just it just um, a couple of things didn't fall the way they needed to on the East Limestone side, but they fell the way they needed to on West yeah. side, and West takes this victory tw- uh, twenty thirty one to twenty eight yeah. is your final score. And we have our uh, Lawler's Fan of the Week. And again, everybody, if you want to enter your name in for the Lawler's Fan of the Week, you just go to pasnetwork.net. dot net. What we do is announce the winner during the post game show of each Limestone County game, and the winner gets a twenty dollar tasty buck from Lawler's Barbecue. Tonight's winner is. Noah James. Noah James is tonight's Lawler's Fan of the Week. Noah, you get a $20 tasty buck from Lawler's Barbecue. You have two weeks to drop by WKAC Radio to pick up your gift card. Congratulations to Noah. Congratulations to Easton Smith. Congratulations to the West Limestone Wildcats for tonight's cross-county victory against East Limestone. Any closing thoughts? Can't do that, man. You can't do that. <laughs> no, congratulations to West Limestone. And, uh, you know, to all their fans, you know, everybody, um, I mean, they packed the, the stands. And it was, it was, this was a great football night. It you really know, was. East stands packed, West standing room only. Bands performed great. Players all played well. Um, you know, this is one of those games where you almost hate to see anybody lose. No, you're exactly you know? right. You're exactly um, right. You know, there was performances on, on East Limestone's team, too, that I'm, you know, I'm sure those guys are in there and, and, and really tore up. And, you know, but that, that makes you stronger. It should. You know, that's what you got to take from it, right? Absolutely. And they're still 3-0. and uh, East Limestone's still 3-0 yeah. in their, in their region. And that know? is huge because yeah. you build off of this and get try to try to win your region yeah. and then go into the playoffs. So, uh, and that's going to do it for us. Your final score, again, West Limestone 31, East Limestone 28 for Todd Tomlin for – Tim Lambert, our producer. I'm Kirk Pierce. We really appreciate you listening tonight and uh, talk to you next week. You've been listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. You've been listening to Limestone County High School Football on the Play Action Sports Network. If you'd like to download a copy of tonight's game, log on to pasnetwork.net. Limestone County Football is a production of Play Action Sports.